0: And on tonight's episode, Harry and Tristan go insane, Garrett Rogers a baguette, Gordon tells a story, Rubes has to censor Gordon's story, and Calder visits us in a chair from across Australia, tonight on The Bacon Burgers. It's over, it's fucking over,
1: CanCon is over. I'd like to clarify, what do you mean we go insane? We are insane, we went insane about six months ago.
0: Nope. Nope, that wasn't. That was the pre-insane. That was like pre-drinks. Okay, <laughs> no, that was no, that was. There was a the second round. Yeah, it was a slow warm-up.
1: God damn it!
0: All right. So um, normally, <sighs> welcome to the Bacon Burgers. I'm Tristan. I'll introduce everyone in a second. Uh, we're going to change the format a little bit for this episode. This is a Kangon wrap-up episode, and we've got guests. We've got guests coming at the Wazoo. So, as per usual, it's me. It's Harry. Garrett's here, Rube's as well. But our first guest uh, from all the way off the other side of um, Australia, Calder. There you how are I'm alive. I you see are alive. Is. <laughs> you did. Um, you know, I think, I'm pretty sure that one of the boys tried to smuggle like a 3D printed grenade into your bags to get you arrested at the airport, but um, that seems to have fallen uh, short of uh, expectations. You I tried to do it with a metal army. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. Yeah, yeah, I've done that, and then very, they tried to tip very my precious going through. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Because they tried to tip my case over, and I'm like, no, I don't do that. Just, just, which which leave is it.
2: Funny because you had a mix of plastic and metals. I had an entirely metal. Um, you just walked straight on through.
0: Yeah, they didn't care. They didn't give a shit. Crazy. Um, I don't know how he looks, but they let me walk through. <laughs> right, the other guest that we have is from uh the deepest, darkest recesses of uh Ong. Um some of you might know him, some of you might not. You're all gonna know him after this. Uh Gordon, how you doing, Chief? Hey everybody. <laughs> now Gordon is a member of the Melbourne Bolt action scene. Um I met him oh fuck, we've been knocking around for about what, a year or two now? Is that right?
3: Yeah, probably longer.
0: Yeah. Uh, recently Gordon started doing a plumbing apprenticeship, so that's been fun. We actually spent the day working together today, which was which was awesome. Um, but yeah, Gordon came to CanCon, uh, you know, decided to drive, you know, eight hours each way and come fuck around with us. And let me tell you, it was an amazing trip, but let's, it was good. Um, let's get straight to the meat and potatoes of it. Uh, Hari, we did a CanCon. We did a fucking CanCon.
1: Oh, are you already talking about the next one?
0: I am. CanCon 2024. We got some changes. We'll we'll talk about that at the end of the episode. I am, but you loved it. You fucking loved it. Yeah, it was, um, good. it was. I thought it was very, very good. I think everyone had a good time. That's the the overwhelming consensus that I'm getting back through all the um, uh, all the various feedback. In fact, um, right before this episode aired, I actually had um, Aaron Russell uh, shot me feedback. Yeah, right. Uh, he was um, basically he's just repeating what everyone else is saying. Um, this is good. This is maybe things you got to work on, but overall, uh, it was amazing. So um, I feel we kicked the goal. Yeah, sounds good. Like, don't ever don't everyone agree at once.
4: <laughs> was there a feedback form that I missed? Was something No no,
0: no, it was no, no everyone's everyone's literally just been emailing us saying Okay hey, mate, um I think Adam Stone got his in really quick and he sent us yeah. like a fucking thesis. That Technical. was great. Um yeah.
1: also shot back some fantastic yep. feedback, man. Really right. appreciate
0: that. Like
1: I know you did actually, I think you sent like a follow-up message saying, look, apologies for the text wall and stuff, but mm-hmm. that is absolutely the kind of stuff we were looking for. Oh,
0: yeah. No, we've, I want to be very clear. Um, we read it all and everything is being, um, uh, we're reading it, um, judging it and basically just going, right, uh, you know, it, is this a good idea? Is this a bad idea? Uh, we're taking all of it on board. Um, there are things we, like I said, there are things we are going to change for 2024. We will get to that at the end of the episode, but we're going to march straight into it, uh, we ran Kankon over the Australia Day weekend. Uh, Hari, what was our final player number? Our final number was 58. Uh, we
1: Brilliant. had... We initially, we hoped for triple digits. We did. I think in hindsight, High that would have been a massive, massive case of biting off way more than we can chew.
0: There is a part of me that's really glad that we didn't hit 100. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, I was just like like 60 players was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, no, I I think it was a good number to start with, and I think we can build from that. Definitely. we
1: I think we laid the foundation for a a good follow-up performance and, mm. you know, probably a third and a fourth or a fifth and a sixth if, you know, we're still kicking around.
0: Nah, I'll um, be playing Legion by then, let's be honest. <laughs> you, brother, <laughs>
1: don't you even think about it. Although you might lid. be... <clears throat> Um, yeah, you might also fall foul of Star Wars Shatterpoint when it comes out, so...
0: Yeah, the, the Star Wars community is making it very, very difficult for me to stay focused on bolt action right now, but I'm, I am sticking around. I don't want anyone thinking that I'm just spooning anywhere. I'm definitely sticking around. Uh, the Legion declares he's quitting bolt action for 2023. Yeah, yeah, that's, I'm out of here, I'm done. Bacon Burgers has now become a Star Wars podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, essentially, um, yeah, we had 58 players show up uh, from all over. Um, we had people come from Melbourne. We had a lot from Sydney, Canberra, a few from up North, uh, Calder, you were the only person who came from Perth. Yep. Um, we had, uh, do we, we had a gentleman come from New, New Zealand. Is he, was he, he wasn't from New Zealand. No, though. he's, he's just not visiting from New there.
1: Zealand, but no. yeah, he, he was over there. He flew back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even still
5: beat him for further travel. traveled.
1: You did. <laughs> you, that guy came from yeah. a different country
0: and you still beat him. <laughs> for any of cool. our listeners
1: who are still a little confused or baffled by the size of Australia, let me put it this way. Calder came from our westernmost state and yep. beat a guy for distance travelled who flew from another country. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyone that's who Australia. says the
5: Australian meta is a thing, just keep in mind that the, 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 geographically, that's like comparing the French meta with whatever is happening in Turkmenistan.
0: Yeah, 100 like it's like it, your meta is so different to ours and the funny thing is if you look at the meta that is um, exists within Melbourne that's different to the meta that exists within yeah. Sydney so anytime somebody says ooh, powerful Australian meta it's like which one yeah. we, we, we have many We're, yeah I mean, 100 yeah, yeah. if, anyone's listening
4: right, from, if, if yeah. I was gonna say if anyone's listening from overseas uh, that's a 39 hour drive yeah or a 3700 kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> from yeah, Canberra, Canberra to fucking Perth.
0: Canberra to Perth, What is that? Was that five hours in a plane? Yeah, five hours in a plane, um, four hours on the way back. Jesus. Like that, yeah. yeah, the curvature of the earth thing. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a nuts distance, but I'm um, very glad you came. I'll
2: tell you what, though, uh, just from what Calder raised... I really want to know what the Turkmenistan meta is like now. So if any of here, if
0: anyone's in Turkmenistan, get in contact. I mean, you... and let yeah. us know because I am let
2: definitely, it. I'm genuinely curious as to where bold has been played around the world and what the local metas are.
0: I'll tell you this: you, a little while ago, you actually put up a graph of like you know where each like you know where the episodes get listened to and we were actually shocked because there was someone somebody listening to us in Saudi Arabia now i don't know if that's somebody with a vpn or somebody's just at an airport thinking you know what i hate my life i'm going to hate it even more but the bacon burgers on so like but if there is somebody if there's somebody legitimately living in Saudi Arabia and they're listening to us i want to hear from you please get in contact because that's brilliant I want to know what you're playing. I want to know. I imagine it's a desert army. Actually, Wouldn't be a we, snow we army. We had be...
2: 13 listeners from Saudi Arabia. I just pulled up the stats. Then what? Uh, yep, 13 in Saudi Arabia. Uh, it's a burgeoning from... scene. One in Qatar. One in Kuwait. One in Japan. Konnichiwa, Genki Desu ka? Um, two from I do uh, One from Ireland. One from Iceland. Uh, someone from Greece. Iceland.
4: Yeah, there's only three Uh, people in Iceland. Yeah, Yeah, we've got a third of the demographic. We're fine.
2: (laughs) We have listeners in Fiji. Um, Yeah. Oh, shit. Yep, yep. Uh, Turkey, Singapore, Mexico, Spain, Romania, Italy, Netherlands, uh, Poland, India, France, Germany, Denmark, Belgium, Norway, New Zealand, Sweden, Canada, UK, United States, and Australia. And 69 people who are from an unknown location. So, that could be... Yeah, what, Gordon's yeah, basement. No, I was going to say, it's yeah. got to be something to do with Gordon. <laughs>
5: <laughs> or some spooky intelligence agency, you know, trying
0: to keep an eye on what you
5: guys are saying. Yeah,
0: a lot yeah of they're probably trying to find three out, three out what Gordo's doing, but roundabout way, names. they've just channeled into us. Yeah, well, now that we've got Gordon on the cast, it'll be we're, we're going to be on a lot right. of watch lists. but uh, you know... We yeah, can have hobbies too. It wasn't already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Um, we're going to get into it, because I feel like we're just sort of spinning our wheels. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is like, well, is lists and what people took, and then we'll sort of transition into talking about the kind of lists that you found yourself playing against. So, um, we'll start with Garrett, because most people are familiar with what you took. You took a French list. Yes. So, you were the proud recipient of the highest order dice count at CanCon. Yes. Was it 22? It was. And um, what did you have in the list?
4: Um, we covered this last ep. Uh, yeah, it's true.
0: Just, just highlights then.
4: The highlights. Um, look, for me, the MVP went to Cav. They were just this last turn four, sort of last turn, because I only ever really played four turns for yeah. most of my games. Uh, they'd swoop in, they'd cap objectives, they'd kill whatever was, was, was in their way. Um, they were just this great backline force. Yep. Uh, motorcycles, great harasses, but I was too ballsy with them, put them up too far, and they'd get picked off usually, but they'd take something with it. Yeah. Way too cagey with my infantry. I, I tried to husband them too much, um, and they, like, I don't think I ever lost a squad. Um, and the FT-17s were just, you know, 80-round magnets. They so just got picked off really quickly, but that's what they were there for. That's what they are there for. I yeah. 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 On three howitzers, sounds really scary. You hit a squad, and because everyone was taking 10 men to get that LMG, oh. um, you would rarely delete them. And I'd just roll ones for pins, and they'd pass a morale check and just keep coming. Mm. So, That's the was a real underperformers, uh, and the cavalry and motorcycles were my were my MVPs.
0: Let me ask you this, in regards to having three howitzers, did it alter the way that your opponent had to play?
4: uh look most of them just went ball to the wall i found it wasn't enough firepower to really deter. not enough no serious like i would the, the biggest gun i took was that plus three and it was just the three howitzers yeah. um so it wasn't enough to deter a lot of armor where i came up against no. um i'd have yeah. things on ambush the shot would miss and then they just hit it with machine guns or or mortar rounds um, and HE, you don't get your gun shield. So they hit me with like uh, an auto cannon, um, no gun shield. So they just, they would just wreck me and pick me off. So yeah, it was a really interesting list. I'd take it again, but I wouldn't take as many yeah. other dice. Hari just... and I,
0: Hari and I have exactly the same look on our faces right now. Yeah. Uh, wh- hey, what? AP
4: does, what, HE. gun
0: shield? H, oh, right. Sorry, you said yeah. AP. I'm like, Did I? Oh, I'll yeah, indirect, okay, in, yeah okay. indirect HE, 100%. Yeah, that's fine.
5: Okay,
4: well, I yep. believe even
5: direct HE doesn't. Anything with a pen value ignores gunship. shield. Mm. There you there
4: go. You there you go. So day. yeah, uh, take it again. Less ordered dice, so we finish games. Um, and love the bikes, love the calf, but maybe some regular infantry. Yeah.
0: Look, you knew that was going to be an issue when you went into this event, and you were like going with the the inexperience to basically get that bonus of having the the additional squad. Yep. But I think the thing mm. that you've maybe failed to to take into consideration is those men were there to die.
4: That's right, and I I didn't kill them. I didn't kill enough. Yeah, of them. I know.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, the, you're kind of sending them in there as a sacrifice. Like, I want to do this shit over here, so my other guys can come here and do this. And yeah, perhaps maybe that was that was a, a, a hard lesson learned. But uh, look, I mean, I mean, you you didn't podium, but you did well. We'll get to placings a little bit later. But I mean, you did okay. I mean, you did great. I mean, yeah, no, good good Look, I was,
4: I was happy. Uh, so more, but more baguette charges. That's what we need. Hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Boulder, what did you take?
4: Um.
5: So I took Budapest Pocket Defenders, so the theater, the Budapest Pocket Theater um, Theater Selector out of Fortress Budapest. Yeah. Um. And it was look fairly typical. It probably it sat in a weird spot because I had a few questions with people going that has. I'd cover obstacles, and it's two nations. I thought both of those weren't allowed in the players' pack. Um, so I had a few discussions about that, because you guys you know, let that through. Um, but yeah, no, 16 dice. Reg, vet, um, reg German 1st lieutenant with assault rifles, two 13-man, inexperienced green replacement Honved division with a Panzerfaust and a free LMG. Yep. Eight-man, regular squad of Honved with two Panzerfaust, three submachine guns, inexperienced medium machine gun team. Regular mace thrower, regular medium mortar with spotter, regular nimrod, inexperienced noblewerfer via access support, um, regular ram so bazooka, um, vet, German sniper, two heavy field cars, an eight-man vet here, grenadier squad with four assault rifles and two panzerfausts, and two six-man vet squads of Germans. One's just a pioneer squad with three submachine guns and a flamethrower. The other one's just an, a grenadier squad with three submachine guns and two
0: panzerfausts. I always forget um, how I always forget how big your list is. It was when you budget put it out for best painted. I'm like, that's, Jesus has a lot of it. Yeah. yeah,
5: and that's very much how I play. Um, I like bodies, um, and it was kind of. I this is a list I'd run around Perth. Um, it it wasn't something I'd purpose built for Cancon. Um, I had a bit of a long think about what I wanted to do at Cancon, and I decided I didn't want to because I was ta- taking it as a holiday. Um, I didn't want to very too competitive because I just worked myself into the ground trying to be at the cutting edge. Um, so I went, you know what, let's go for top of the middle um, and, yeah, take a fun list that I've got painted up. I'll argue with that. No, I mean, no,
0: what I
1: will say in terms of your list containing units from both nations, that is a purpose-built theatre selector. We allowed it because of that. What, when we said we didn't want multinational platoons, the some of the lists in the Sicily campaign books have opened up a bit of a window for people to mix and match lists. Mm. Now, what we didn't want to see was, you know, a double platoon list that's Japanese and German or Finnish and Italian or something weird.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's
1: specifically what we meant. And when people queried that with me, I clarified, you know, this is what I mean by that. Yeah, um, yeah if yours came in for a bit of confusion, then, yeah, next time, by all means, just grab one of us and say... These guys can explain it. They let it through. Um, yeah. That
5: is what we're there for. But, but Calder, yeah.
4: how, how did, the, did the national rules from both forces play out? How did the fortifications work? Like, educate me.
5: Yeah, okay. So, you get um, D3 six inch linear hard obstacles, hard cover obstacles,
4: um, okay.
5: which realistically, you really only want, you build a list. So, you want one, get one, guarantee one, maybe two. Then it just depends on the mission, whatever. Um, and then you keep the national relevant national rules for this for the armies provided you have units from both sides. Um so if you take a, a Hungarian officer, he can't benefit German units. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you take a German officer, he can benefit Hungarian units and you keep you know your initiative training and Blitzkrieg and um, Hitler's buzzsaw. the Hungarian rules are pretty irrelevant aside from access support. You keep that, which allows you to you know muck around with the selector. Um, The idea was that the Selector allows the Soros Vesta, I think it is, which is the Hungarian licensed version of the Noble So I just used the Axis support to bring that in. You know, it was a Soros Veta, but it was from that German list instead.
2: Mm. Um, Okay, so not too powerful.
5: No, it wasn't built to be particularly crunchy. Um, I made a point of making sure there was plenty of AT in it, just because if you run into a dual platoon that's practically an armored list... um, Who would do that? (laughs) Yeah, you, you know, you want to have those those you have those bases covered. Um, and I kind of assumed that if I ran into any double platoon lists that were really high order dice, I'd be up against it and that would be, you know, it'd
0: be a tight game. Nice. All right, Gordo, what did you take?
3: Uh, I took some filthy Japanese uh, in, in,
0: in trucks. They, um, Japanese in trucks. There was a bit more than that going on, wasn't there? Oh,
3: uh, yeah, I had a lot of, um, like, single teams like small teams um so i had I, I made use of all the extra at guys but with yeah. five for so AT, they, they don't do much at but they're more of just a pin factory mm-hmm. um i took uh like the like a, an mmg and uh, a sniper um,
0: yeah but that sort of stuff's bit- pretty standard i mean I, like i think i mean we'll, we'll get to the metadata later hari's actually crunched a lot of it and it is it's it's fascinating Mm.
3: Uh, now, I also had like um, a medium artillery and a heavy heavy mortar. Yeah, they really helped a bit. Um, but yeah, with, with with mine, it was mostly um, just really punchy with the cavalry um, dudes when they got into hand to hand. They they really um, did well when they actually were able to um, to banzai,
0: mm. or should I say? <laughs> <laughs> you can have a mate, your mic when you picked that up.
3: banzai. <laughs>
0: Um, so, yeah, so it was, I mean, yeah, it was a pretty cool list you took up. I, I think for us, it was pretty much a rub stamp. It was like, yeah, there's nothing in there that, you know, sort of raises any sort of serious eyebrows, but, um, look, I mean, I think every, all three of those lists are indicative of kind of what we saw come out to play over the weekend. Um, you know, as you know, I'm, I'm actually very, very happy with this is that we ran, uh, you know, a, a, a co- what we touted as a competitive event. Now, uh, CanCon has always been a competitive event, and I don't really care what anyone else says. It is a competitive event. People go to CanCon to win. Mm. Um, you know, the, the events that we run in Melbourne, the events that happen in Sydney, anywhere else, yeah, no worries. That's, it's a bit more laid back. It's fine. But CanCon is one of those events. Now, the cool thing was that we did all that, and everybody just still, we didn't really, I think we knocked back, there were a couple of lists we knocked back, and most of the people that, you know, we had to knock back were very much like, yeah, I, I expect you to do that. I think that yeah. was more of them just sort of you know dipping a toe in, seeing whether seeing what the temperature of the water was. Or well, that um, one
1: absolute legend that subbed the eight media machine gun lists.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> that would have been incredible. Uh, but I, yeah, uh, that was a that was a big no no. Um, so let's just touch on the metadata quickly because I think it's definitely it's definitely worth going over. Um, Hari, can you give me a very quick breakdown of um, nations taken, please?
1: Alright, so overall, we had Australians with 3%, Americans at 7%, it's
0: British, low. it is very low. That's low for the
1: Americans. I always get surprised when I see events that don't have a higher showing of Americans.
0: You always expect um, you know, between 15 and 25% for the Americans.
1: Well, considering fire and manoeuvre is such a great national rule. Oh, yes. Like... It just seems weird to me. British came in at 11%. Yep. Um, that was, again, to be expected. Bulgarians at 1%, 2% of my all-time favorite list, the Finnish. Yeah, Garrett, you are, well, actually, you and Calder are both the 1%.
4: 1% uh, is
1: the baby. Yeah. 1% French, 1% Hungarian. Uh, yep. Germans at 16%. Not really yeah. a surprise there. No. Germans always get a very good showing. Uh, then we had Italians at 2%, 4% Japanese, 1% Romanians and 8% Soviets. Interestingly, the British left top. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Germans, British and G- Soviet's leading the pack. The yeah. Soviet's coming out on top with the winning list. Um,
0: yeah. we'll, British. We'll, we'll go over Aaron's had, list in a bit.
1: Yeah. British came second and the third place list was American. So overall it's kind of what I expected to see. Sure. If yeah. Aaron had taken a German list, then I would have expected the winning Germans list to be win. German.
0: Yeah, like, Aaron's it's simple. <laughs> I've been as saying that. this for a while now. I've been saying this for a while now with Aaron. He's like he's won Cancon back to back now, which I I'm not gonna say whether it's been I don't know whether it's been done or not before. No one's gonna put my foot in my mouth, but he's won Cancon Moab and another Cancon. Um I was actually able to look at you know a lot of his games, walk past, and have, and he just seems to be an absolute professional. Just very, very polite, very courteous, no issues at all. Like just what an absolute yeah. champion of a, of a gentleman.
5: I chatted um, with him the Saturday night, and he was just absolutely one of the most humble guys I've chatted with. No, guys,
0: he's awesome. so disarming, so yeah, disarming. Absolutely. Um, this is, I think, this is the one takeaway that I, well, not the one takeaway, but this is this is something that I found during CanCon this year. Is I was sitting there so often looking out, thinking, "Oh, which I was fucking playing. I'm. Mm, I don't want to sit here. I want to go over there. I want to go and play that guy. I want to go and see how I go against that guy. I probably get beaten, but you know, I you know, I really want to see what that guy's all about." Mm. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm not going to go over the house rules yet again. Everyone knows what they are. Um, I will put a big thank you out to the Juggernauts for helping us. Um, both prior to the event and helping us out with there uh, the you know some of the house rules that we put in place. Um, I think we might have already announced this, but it bears repeating because um, it's an amazing little slice of data. Um, Hari, do we have a percentage of lists that included a media machine gun for this event?
1: Funny you should ask that. We absolutely do. There you um, I once I got home from a two day drive and spent a day recovering I then proceeded to crunch the data where are we
0: and the data was crunched in accordance with the scroll yep as dictated
1: by the prophecy I crunched the data and of the 58 lists that turned up to CanCon, 63% of them had medium machine guns
0: please tell me an event that uh, an event that doesn't have a theme that is a competitive event that has ever had that many you know that many medium machine guns within its yeah. uh, a Perth one, suck my medium machine gun, Calder. <laughs> really, sixty-one percent. You bought, You're over sixty percent. Sixty percent machine medium machine guns at Perth events.
5: You get a lot of casual players running regular ones, and then you count. get a lot of competitive players running inexperienced ones.
0: Why would you take an inexperienced medium machine? That's even worse. Five or Number six shots. shots. Number so of shots down right. Shots. Yeah,
5: it's a uh, sixth or seventh infantry squad substitute for back field holding, mm. and it's 35 points. If you have a spare cheap. 35 points, it's a cheap pin That's generator. It's so that easy to kill. Hold. They just... It's like
0: it's like that fucking flash paper that magicians use, it's like, and it's gone. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, wow. If you're shooting at
5: that, you can then line up whatever they're shooting at. They make great bait. That's the other thing they get used a lot for is bait.
0: Fucking sniper bait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm... I'm not convinced, but look, I mean, that that is an incredible slice of, uh, of data metric. Um, it's, I, I mean, we had Steve, the warlord rep. He came into town. Um, we Harry and I had dinner with him and um, Ian and Sean and some other boys on Friday night, which was amazing. Um, I think that's where my chicken wing addiction really kicked off, um, and then it just sort of hammered through all weekend. Um but yeah, like I mean, just watching his eyebrows raise when I said 63% of mm. all the lists here have a medium machine gun, he was like, you what? That I mean, got yeah. his
1: attention.
0: Yeah, I'd say this is the change that we made. It's a Juggernaut uh, uh, format change. Um, you know, it is a genuinely good change. Like, this is a, you know... Uh, So we're going to be, uh, we need to go and have a chat to Marcus at some stage, but we'll be forwarding all of that uh, metric data to Warlord to show them, you know, what's happening with the Australian meta. Uh, It's brilliant. I'm very, very happy with that. So thank you very much to the Juggernauts. Um, It was a really good rule. And uh, so far, the feedback that we've gotten in regards to that rule has just been, um, it's it's all been positive. It's overwhelmingly positive. It's great.
3: So so how do people think um, MMGs versus snipers went?
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's the same, the, the thing is, it, it, I mean, it's exactly the same scenario that you've always got. It's like um, snipers versus, M- MMGs versus snipers is always a bad thing. It's like if it's, if it's there and they can shoot it, they'll hit it. But throwing out that free pin meant that people were more likely to take them and then put them into a position where it's like, right, your sniper can't see this, you can't see it from here. I'm just going to leave him back here. He's going to guard a crossroad. They were doing the job that they were supposed to do in the Second World War like mm. it was you know used to hold a hold an objective hold this do this cover that um it's yeah i i, I mean there's all kinds of metric data i'd like to see I, I mean the metric data i'd like to see is you know like you know, how many media machine guns you know bought it you know via sniper that would be they'd be great um how many bought it via uh, a medium mortar like there's all kinds of data that i'd love to see that we'll, we'll never be able to you know get but um yeah, I, I don't think it really changed a heck of a lot. I think people still... How many... Hari, have we got the actual metric data there? Yep, it's
1: right here in front of me.
0: All right, do you want to run through what the, what, the, what lists were sort of generally made up of?
1: All right, so there's nothing too surprising in the HQ choice.
0: Um, second lieutenants.
1: Yeah, 79% had second Louis, but 31% had first Louis. Now... That doesn't account for double platoon lists that had yep. one of each, mm. but, you know, it's still a showing that we expect. Yeah, um, 2% of lists had forward air observers, and I spoke to one of the players who ran one, and he said he took it purely because it had been that long since people had seen them. It it's had a right. certain amount of surprise
0: value. Garrett used to see them all the time.
4: Yeah, back when they were good in version 1.
0: Back when they were really yeah. good in version 1. They were amazing wow. in version 1.
4: So um, people I mean, are taking them for nostalgic sake. That's very sad. That's cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: I, I remember mean, when I saw my first Air Observer back in yeah. 1955.
1: I will say, in fairness, that player took our third spot, so... Oh, wow. They're back.
0: Oh, God, they're back. They're back.
1: <laughs> they're back. <laughs> um, let's see. Now, out of all the lists, um, 100% of them took infantry squads. And out of those 100%, 65% of them had free LMGs, Yep. which kind of tells that our little take a full-strength squad, get a free LMG.
0: Thank you, juggernauts. That
1: carrot definitely paid off.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I've never seen people so like, yeah, full squad. It's got to be a full squad. got to be a full squad. Like, so many people bought full squads mm. to gain the advantage of that. It was It was brilliant. It was so good.
1: Having said that, that's 65%
0: uh,
1: free light machine guns out of a 72% statistic of full-strength infantry squads. So, Mm. some people out there didn't take them. Well, no, no, no.
0: You may may not be counting in that some full squads cap out at eight and therefore didn't qualify. Finns, for example, some of their squads cap out at nine. So, yeah, Very some free. people do, they, yeah, they cap at eight or nine, mm. so they don't qualify for that free media machine. And I
1: did see a few Schutzen squads as well.
0: So, yes, and they cap out at eight. And, um, yeah, yeah, you can't actually, well, yeah, I mean, that is too small.
4: I also beyond didn't the- add the LMG button on my selection because I just assumed, hey, I've got the full squad. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, I'm taking yeah. it. So, yeah, maybe,
1: um, beyond that. The crunch data is more or less what you'd expect, with the exception of the sixty-three percent swing towards uh, medium machine guns. I, you know, sixty-one percent of lists had snipers. Fifty-four percent had flamethrowers in some capacity. Forty-four percent took medium mortars.
0: uh, Why? whoa, whoa, Whoa! Hang on. How many? What? What percentage? 44% Forty-four percent took medium mortars. Forty-four. I I got to be honest. That's for me. That's low. I I yeah. would have expected that to be. Yeah, you're with me, colder. I'm okay, like, yeah, yeah. It is
5: low. Because the typical utility, utility assets are not put in a list.
0: Yeah, like that's a that's a bread and butter option. Yeah. That's like, yeah, I'm taking my medium mortar. My like medium it mortar is. and a sniper. And that's... what I
1: would say to you is, factoring in double platoons at mm. twelve fifty points, and the fact that we were encouraging people to take full strength squads to get that free LMG.
0: Yeah, it might it may have me up been a case points.
1: that they didn't actually have the points to put one in where they normally would have.
0: All right, well, hang on. I'm going to ask Calder this first just because he's from a different meta. Calder, if, if you had to go to an event and you had to sacrifice either your sniper or your medium mortar, which one would you sacrifice?
5: Depends what it's in the rest of the list. If it's a mechanised list, the mortar. If it's not a mechanised list, a mechanized list sniper every day of the week.
0: Garrett, same question.
4: I'd, I'd never take a sniper over a mortar.
0: So you'd always, do, do you always take the mortar? I always take the mortar. Cordo.
4: yeah i go to the mortar just because i hate snipers
3: <laughs> and i really wanted to smoke the shit out of one but i didn't get the chance yeah <laughs> it's, it's a kind of hard thing to set up with the smoke
0: yeah i'm hearing you i'm hearing you yeah, yeah. It, it right. should,
3: yeah i think it should be a lot easier to, to lay smoke
0: i no, I, I agree with you completely and if there was a way that we could do that um and make a, like a house rules change and do that simply for next year where you know smoke actually made a lot more sense um, I would do that, but it would probably include some sort of uh, rules mechanic change, and mm-hmm. I don't want to get too carried away with that. So, I, I um, that's getting really complicated. Yeah, yeah. The,
3: the the one in the the smoke in flames of war is, um, it's not over at all. No, I mean,
0: like I said, if there's if I can figure out a way to do it where it doesn't change a core mechanic, then yeah, like I'll, I'll we'll we'll consider it. But I think at this stage. I'll say it now, the only, the only change that we're really strongly considering, and bearing in mind, we're not even a month out. Like, we're not even a month, you know, past CanCon. So, I've still got months and months and months to go over this. The only thing that we are considering change... Don't shake your head at me. You love this shit. Um, Hari. Uh, no, the only thing that we're looking at possibly changing is that in uh, for next year's CanCon, if you want to bring, say, a Major or a Captain, you can do that instead of bringing a First or Second Lieutenant
2: i've been listening
4: to the uh western hmg boys have you
0: they're not the only ones to trial it but i'll tell you what it seems to work so why the hell not i mean if it like, at the end of the day if it's a good idea we'll, we'll do it like and yeah. if it's if it's if it's backed up with like um like play testing and you know gameplay b- brilliant if you if you guys can show me that it works i'm happy to include it and that seems to work so i'm like you know um with the, there are other changes that we're making but we'll get into all that sort of shit next year um cool greatest movie year like, hang on gordo what was that
3: all the greatest like all the greatest actors and you know the you know the greatest heroes are always captains that's true captain sobel yeah captain k <laughs> captain, captain k, k. Captain that was with mandolin
0: <laughs> i see. i gotta be honest like so on was it I'm pretty sure it was Saturday night we all went to the pub and Gordo. No, it was was, Sunday night. It was it Sunday night that Gordo yep. was saying that next year he wanted to come to Cancon and cosplay as Captain K from um JoJo Rabbit? Yeah. Um uh, you, you can't really explain that situation um <laughs> in any context. Let's be honest, there's nothing about that dinner that can be explained. No, no. I'm surprised that, I'm supposed we didn't get asked to leave the restaurant, I if, if I'm honest. <laughs> Gorda, that's all because of you. Um, Alright, so... <laughs> um, tanks and transports. How do we go with tanks and transports, Hari?
1: Um, again, nothing really surprising. 37% of the lists we saw had light tanks. Yeah. And... lots of stewards. That statistic alone says everything you need to know about the state of armour in the game of bolt action.
0: Yep. Mm. yep.
1: Like, at the opposite end of the scale percent of the vehicles we saw were
0: heavy tanks yeah we i know that we had and was it adam adam burke bought a tiger
1: we had i saw two tigers a kv2 a kv1 yeah. and an isu 152 yep
0: yeah. yep
1: yeah. that's it um uh, mediums mediums middle of the pack 19 um there was a list bombing around with three shermans but yeah. again the preponderance is right towards light tanks. We see no super heavies of any any sort whatsoever, nah, for obvious they're reasons. Worth it. They're just not cost effective.
0: They're not worth it. I mean, look, there was. Uh, I mean, the Juggernauts have got a fix for that as well, where it's like a discount for heavy, excuse me, heavy tanks. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, a bit of a minefield. The only
1: thing I will say about that, um, the Juggernaut discount, is it specifically applies to Germans. Yeah.
0: Whereas. It just replaces Tiger Fear, doesn't it?
1: Well, I, th- I don't know if it replaces Tiger Fear or not, but I cannot look at a Tiger and say that that deserves a price discount over something like a Churchill, Yep. which is a... Cent- like, a uh, super-heavy Churchill is 430
0: Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's like, points. I always think about the Church... Was it Church 6 Mark 7 or something? It's like Armour yeah. 10 slow with the dual... With the, the, the multi-purpose gun. I like, guess, yeah. like, 275 points is nothing, but then you're like... Nah, no, because if you get the Sherman, like the, the you know the, uh, the the armor eleven, and it's got like a big gun, you're up like four five hundred points or something, and it's just yeah. not worth it. You don't get the return nice. on your investment.
1: And yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Transports. Uh Let's see, transports. My favourite section. Where did I shove them. I shove them right up the top. Um. So, despite some dubious commentary when we released the players pack. Only thirty percent of the lists we saw had armored transports and toes. Yep. Like, were there any lists that
5: spammed armored transports? No, and No, nope, none whatsoever. People nope. chose not to, or you, the list vetting weeded Nobody, them out. Nobody, yeah, no I, list it, came in where I had to, where
1: we had to no, say, look, you are, you know, you're taking the piss here. Please okay, resubmit. it.
0: Okay. Nope, it, it At just most, never
1: happened. You would see. Yep like a little five-man engineer squad stuffed into a 250 mm. or a, a brain carrier. Yep. That was it. There were finished lists that had a couple of... Um, the Consoles. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was yeah, so cool. Yeah, 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 I love yeah, it. Approaches. Yeah. yeah. Um, a couple of Russian lists had them, but again, nothing that sort of went, mm. oh, wow, that's a swing. Yeah. Um, we still saw the usual 56% of lists took soft skin transports and toes. Well, so that's everything it's, from it's...
0: a... It's the best 50 points you could spend yeah. in the game is a is a truck that holds 12 guys and has a medium machine gun on it. It's amazing. Yeah,
1: I mean, building... I'm currently restructuring my Gebex Jager platoon and 54 points for a mobile medium machine gun, yep. yes, I will take that over... You know, other than that, it's 35 points
5: for a light machine gun team that can move and shoot, so... Yeah. Mm. Well, when I built my list, that was exactly actually my my reasoning. Is like, why would I... If everyone else is going to build to face Armour 7... Why would I bother investing in Armor Seven when I can just take Armor Nine and it's just a one-way trip? Yeah, that's um, 100%. and then I just had to then make I then because I was toyed with running an invasion of Yugoslavia, Hungarian list just for for laughs, and then I went no, I'll do late war because if everyone's running Armor Seven, I need to have Panzerfaust everywhere. Mm. Mm. So, Yeah, yeah. but I like you just um, you just built around it.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of those things. Like I, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what um it's the the australian community decided to respond to this event in the way that they always do they just bring yeah. what amuses them and what makes them happy yeah. i don't yeah. think anybody and like i said the lists that we got come through there were a couple where it was a bit there was a bit of an eyebrow raise. there was a couple of people that would submit and then two weeks later say no no i'm going to do something different and it'd be like yeah don't mate you've gotten to the cutoff date that's fine mm. um yeah it's one of those things so uh yeah the australian community Absolute pack of legends, in my opinion, and uh, we're all good. No arguments so, here. Yeah. All right. So, um, it's. <laughs> you
2: lost
0: your I was, there. Yeah, no, I completely did because I mean, you and I were you and I were talking about this earlier, um, and it's interesting that you know we actually worked it out. There was something like was it three hundred and fifty hours of Bolt action got played over two days?
1: Yeah. So over the weekend. We saw 145 games played, which translates to 362.5 hours of bolt action.
0: Oh. That's a lot of bolt action. That's a massive amount of bolt action.
1: I mean, the entire British Army firing a mad minute couldn't amount to that amount of bolt action.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of bolt action. Yeah,
1: um, no, it was it was absolutely fantastic to see everyone just cracking on in the good old spirit of the Australian meta. You know we're there, we're not, we don't play for sheep stations. No. We're there to have fun. And I will say to you that it is very difficult to maintain any kind of an ego in a hobby where you will stand in a room and if you try to be a big swinging dick, everyone in that room knows that at some point you've glued your fingers together. Yeah. So don't even start. Like... He's right. We've all got the super glue scar and it runs down <laughs> between two fingers.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've got, I've got two of them. So, yeah. um... The thing that I want to talk about, um, I'm going to start with Garrett because there's one of Garrett's games that I really want to talk about. We're going to talk about Garrett's games. Um, I, look, I'll be honest, mate. I really, right he's, yeah, he's pulled out his, his notepad. This is Garrett's really good at the shit. Um, the game I really want to talk to you about is the game against Pete West because that was an interesting game. But um, let's start at game one. So you you went to on specifically to win. You the podium
4: was you, my goal. It was I sorry. Podium. podium was my god top yeah. three i would be happy
0: yeah so you're not happy is that what you're saying to me
4: oh I, actually i did come away pretty happy
0: there you go i mean you yeah. had a lot of beer when you went home with so that was that was nice i sure did are you still drinking it no you would have put that away by now
4: no no i've, I've given quite a bit away oh, there and you go. um yeah most of it's in the fridge
0: there you go brilliant so game one how'd you go
4: uh, I had a lovely game against Nick Kroons. Um, we did the host- historical matchups. And um, so I got to get my early war French against his early war Germans. He is a lovely, funny, humorous guy. Lots of banter, uh, mostly against me and-, and how I did horrible things to his medic. Um, he had a really cool, fun, themey list um, two half tracks, Panzer 1, a Panzer 2. Uh, and a bunch of her infantry. Um and we played on a table with a single road, forests, craters, you know, hardcover to hide behind. Um and the first match was nuts. Is that correct? Everyone's kind of heartbreak reach. reach. Heartbreak. Yeah, thank you. Um and so we had sort of like a bit of a like a sparring match. Like um he would set up, I would set up, he would set up. And then there was one area, I was like covering the road, howitzers, AT guns, like, all right, he cannot come down here with all of that spilling out. Um, There was one part on the left flank that I missed, and it was this tiny little section, and he just rammed everything down that road, and and I'm glad I wore my brown trousers because I started to hit bricks. Um, He brought a Panzer, two half-tracks, and a lucky ATR shot, pinged off the first half-track, and just created like a bottleneck and immobilized it and everything just kind of got jammed up there. So super lucky with that. Um, cavalry came around my right flank, chopped up his LTs, uh, war crimes against the medic. And... I was
1: on hand to witness
4: <laughs> yeah, the uh, funny, yeah. the prelude
1: to said war crime. Um, yeah. Good to see Garrett continuing a long established Bacon Burger tradition. Oh, he doing the most heinous things on the battlefield.
4: No remorse, as his corpse was squished underneath, you know, 20 hooves, um, and he was still trying to patch people up. So it was great. We had a lot of fun. It was just a lot of uh, back-and-forth banter, and, um, yeah, him making me feel bad for, for playing Bolt Action.
0: you never feel bad. <laughs> the only real winner in that game was Bolt Action.
4: <laughs> that was good. It was really good.
0: All right, second game?
4: No, no, well, let's do everyone's first.
0: All right. Okay, Calder, how'd you go?
5: Yeah, so I ran into, I think it was Brad Cook. Um, Brad hadn't, I don't think, played a stack of bolt action in a while. Um, so he was running Soviet list with a KV 1S, um, or oh, it might be just been a KV 1, P 34, a stack of submachine gun vets, a few bits and pieces. Um, we had a really good time. It's, it was really one of those games, it's like, yeah, okay, we just take it, we just ease into, you know, we're, we're here for the weekend and we'll just take it steady and work out how things go. Um, he, we had some issues with lists at the start. He'd, um, accidentally put in dual inexperienced squads. Yeah, so I remember that. Days. Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah. had to just chat about that. He was a real gentleman because, you know, he said, Oh, uh, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't even realize. And yeah, we were, okay, cool. We'll just, you know, keep on keeping on. Yep. Um, he pushed stuff off the table, up the table. I removed it. Um, we Had a weird table. There was a it was very much favorable to me, um, because I had a bit more of a gun was it? Asset. it was the one with the central road with the four ruins around the center. There was two big woods in each like one big wood in yep. each corner, and yeah, then yeah. there was a row of trees down the side of each road.
0: I can thank um, Ty Casey for that board. That's a board that I purchased of him prior to Cancon. Thank you very yeah, much, okay. mate.
5: Yeah, so no, it was good game. Um, it was just easing him in back into bolt action and. Um, me kind of wrapping
0: my head He's around He's singing back happening. in with, with machine gun fire.
5: Yeah Yeah, absolutely um, Yeah, no, he was a real, really, really sport we got to the end, he went, I'd, I'd like, like to forfeit I said, can we just keep going Another turn, just to, so we, we can just Clear up who's on what objectives yep. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay um, So yeah, massive sportsmanship you know, Awards there, like you, you couldn't ask for someone Better when they're having a hard day yeah. And then they go, yeah, no, we'll keep going um, Yeah, no, it was good fun
0: that speaks more... Of, I mean, look, that's that's incredible, but that also speaks of your character as a player where he was willing to go, yeah, no worries, we'll finish up. There wasn't like he was like, no, this guy's a prick and I don't want to play you anymore. Evidently, he was happy to continue to play the game with you and that, that, that speaks volumes about your sportsmanship as well, Calder, so you should be very proud. Cheers, man. Gordo, how'd your first game go?
3: Uh, it went pretty awful. Um, I played um, a fellow veteran, Adam Stone. He was like uh, fantastic guy and he gave me a really good ass whipping um we played on the airfield table uh, and he managed to capitalise on that one side like perfect positioning and um he just sort of opened me up and like with my army being uh, mostly charge happy I think he just loved that banzai charge yeah um, just made the most of that um halving me up and um, it was the Australian Defence of Australia list wasn't it yeah, yeah so sort of, I literally played into the hands of, of that, like, uh, and 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 as probably what would have happened, the uh, the Japanese got spanked. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was a good game. Like it was, and that's um, a good venture, and I learned some good lessons from that. So, um, educationally wise, I, I it's one of the game out of the whole lot that I probably value the most.
0: That's lovely. Because uh, he's a, he's a really good dude as well. Like he's mm. he was one of the first people to hit us back with um feedback, and it was all good stuff.
3: Yeah, uh, and he was yep. a fantastic, good gentleman, um, very sportsman.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent.
3: Yep, and good banter, and he was um, and his army was lovely. It was beautiful, mm. Mm. Uh, mm. and thematic, so like thematic with the um, with the, like bowling over uh, Mills bombs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, that's another thing. I did did see a little bit of um, a lot of um, scratch building stuff and a lot of um, custom pieces. Um, Andrew Baxter, who uh, he was one of our attendees, he ran CanCon last year. um, And he recently went to the LVO and picked himself up a Best Painted Award. So well done, Andrew. On you, Baxter. Um, Yeah, his, his LT for CanCon was actually a guy in a wheelchair because Andrew uses a wheelchair from time to time. Uh, so that was really cool to see this like this this lt just yeah wheeling himself around the battlefield willy-nilly it was good so mm. a lot of that sort of stuff it was brilliant so um before we go any further actually i'm just going to say this quickly um gordon um gordon you're actually a, a 20 have i said this you're a, you're an army veteran of about 20 years that's correct um Gordo, I'm actually saying this with, because, with, I mean, you and I talk about this all the time. Anytime you and I are working together, I'm normally bombarding you with questions. But I will say to you, mate, thank you very much for your service. And I mean that absolutely sincerely.
3: Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I appreciate that.
0: No, no, for, I'm, 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 like I said, I'm very, very sincere when I when I thank veterans because you guys do an amazing job. Um, but yeah, I didn't actually realize that Adam was a veteran as well. So to tee that up for your first game, I'm very, very pleased that you guys had an opportunity to catch up. That's brilliant. No kidding.
3: Really, wow. way, wow. way more years on me with, um, with Navy,
0: so um, he, he must have yeah. some effect. Well, um, was it Ro- uh, Rod Huckstad is also a Navy veteran as well?
1: Oh, excellent. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, there's a heap of them. So, mm. um, yeah, if, if you are a veteran, thank you very much for your service. Um, I look forward to yeah, seeing maybe. you next year at another event that I'm at. Please come up, have a chat. This
1: all right. The downside of CanCon. You hear about all these fantastic games, and you just wish you are on the other side of the MDF.
0: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Because the banter, like, I mean, I've missed the banter so much. It's, it was really, it was no, something I'm, that...
1: Mate, I'm going back for Queensland banter this year. So that's, you know, a <laughs> of Bundy and blunt force trauma. It's going to be great. I was
0: going to say, what well, you're going to get yourself beaten up at an event, <laughs> are you? Good luck. All right, game two. Garrett, where'd you find yourself?
4: Getting beaten up at game. Gordon, wasn't there a story about a table flip and a, a, a crutch to the head? Yeah, I heard a
3: story about...
4: I can't remember which one
3: it was a while ago, but a guy, a guy I'd seen on a forty k table, like right across from Bolt Action, that he was watching. He uh he was a he had an injury with a parachute <laughs> accident and um getting over there with a crutch. So this table flip, on the forty k, he's getting over there and he started he beat beat some guy with his uh with his crutch because no one was doing anything to get rid of this guy that had flipped the table. But yeah, he just uh. Just administering some, some justice with a with a crutch. Yeah, not awesome. the hero we
1: deserve, but the hero we need.
3: That's right, absolutely, yes. Crutchman. That's how table flipping should be dealt with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, motion, Cr-
0: motion Crutchman. If you're here. listening, Crutchman. If you're listening, get in contact. We want to talk to you.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's just Gordon wearing a cow. I guarantee you, that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> or or man, a Zorro mask, Gordon. You'd look. Gordo with your mustache you'd look fantastic in a Zoro mask. I'm telling I'm saying it that's now. Gordo's look- playing Spaniards for Cancon 2020. rakish. Rakish. That's the that's the word I'm used to to describe Gordon.
3: I think we definitely need to go for a um, a mustache award. Just as a just a bit of a fun fun. You'd thing. win. You'd win. Like we, we, we could call it now and see see who can uh who can come up to the stand. I'm I'm, I'm right, looking done.
0: At- <clears throat> okay, done. Official announcement Cancon twenty twenty four, there'll be a mustache award.
1: Yeah, and Gordo's really only got any competition if an eight-year-old Indian boy enters. Yeah,
0: uh,
1: I, I am planning to cut it down a bit, so, <laughs> so uh, just to make it a bit even for people. So
4: this it's, a,
3: it's
4: a, challenge in, a challenge out there.
3: Hmm.
4: All right, Speaking so, of Zorro, can you have Catherine Zeta-Jones hanging off you? Because, uh, like, that 40, other 40K player at CanCon, there was a... Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> what was going that?
3: <laughs> that up. Like you just blew my whole idea to win cancon next year was to have like uh, a hooker with massive tits
0: here we go here we go i'm
3: just getting the getting the dice flowing and like oh <laughs> so uh i dropped this <laughs> i just got my uh my dice puller right here
4: <laughs> you can oh, pull them out of how- the, the crack of a cleavage right
0: yeah
4: <laughs> like It's like, hey,
0: baby, hey, baby, can you roll all these dice out of the cracky cleavages? It's actually 20 MMG shots. Can you just sort that? She sounds Um, like a a fucking maraca.
3: Oh, (laughs) no, you can put the trout away. Hey,
2: can I just say... I'm just going to divert us back on course because this is the point where I have to start taking timestamps for the end of know I, have to deal uh, with I that. The, the, hang on.
0: So before we go any further, I will actually point out the one the one thing that made us all absolutely cack ourselves at so the one stage, I don't remember what game it was, but we looked over at Gordon and we actually saw him instead of using a dice bag, he was using the goodie bag that we'd given out. like a brand, like He was drawing dice out of a brown paper bag. Like, what the fuck are you doing, mate? He's like, I'm going to dice bag. I'm like, how? How? <laughs>
3: You gave me because it is like it is that the, the most, the best way to have your dice because you can't see what you're pulling out. Mm. <laughs> so a, lot the, a lot of the actual dice bags that they they sell for too much money, are um you can just look straight down and go oh there's my dice. Um which yeah but which the
0: idea I, is you don't order you lift it up above your head so you can't see shit. Yeah
3: that's 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 what yeah I, I suppose. <laughs> but you can't do that with a big dice bag, with a bit, nice big paper bag that you gave me. That was yeah. like, as never.
4: All you right. can't fold his logic.
0: No, you can't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mainly, because you, mainly because I'm scared of the repercussions.
4: Yeah. Bring that's it beautiful. to the next tournament and just write Gordo's bag on the side of it in crayon. And I think that's the winner. Up stuff on it. Um, You
0: need to write Gordo's brick, bound, brick brown sack.
4: Kind of like what I did with my Japanese
3: armour, writing like horrible things in kanji on my um on my trucks and my tanks
4: i was deciphering some of it and i was like pu ka ki pu Puka- oh
0: Yep, Good. derailed. Completely fucking derailed. Wow. I knew it. Good.
4: It's great content. Keep it in. It is. Start
0: okay. this one. I blame like,
4: Garrett. Garrett, what a yeah, second let's game. Let's get some
2: spice. Some, some yeah, fucking Garrett's, spicy Let's see Garrett's <laughs> just there.
0: putting. Garrett's just putting twenty cent coins in Gordo at this stage. He's just like watch what I can get out of this. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's get some. New record colder. If you're
1: wondering what a standard bacon burgers record looks like, this is it.
0: This is
2: it. This it, is 100% entirely
1: 100%.
4: normal for us. <laughs> so Garrett,
2: second game.
4: Second game. <laughs> All through. right the venerable pete west was my absolute opponent. legend of a man yeah yeah I, I stared up into the mountain that that was the pete mess west, west of everest i'd never played him before he's it's run in the, he's the past he's a very but tall bloke
0: he's can i just ask that term one you've put all your dice in the bag he's put all his dice in the bag how many dice were in that fucking bag started to turn turn one garrett
4: He had a 20-point order dice.
0: 42 dice in the bag.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it it was was
5: big. Even I'm not that crazy.
1: Tristan, let me ask you this. Do you because think maybe we should have gone
4: with a lower points value? <laughs> yeah. or, or a dice cap, maybe? No, the, I'm not doing dice cap. The problem was, it was sectors as well. And so you've got to set up your units at the beginning mm. of the game. I think we're about 50 minutes in before we even started rolling. Oh, dice. yeah.
0: I walked over after yeah. an hour and said, how are you guys going? You were like, yeah, we just yeah. got set up. I'm like,
4: "Yeah, what? Well, and then we had prep bombardment as well. So there was, yeah. you know, here's 22 dice. I think I had about 10 units on. So we Just they're rolling. It was ridiculous. Anyway, sorry. So, uh, what did he have? He had the Bulgarians. Uh, They've got some interesting rules. I've never come up with these before. Uh, No outflank, which was fine. It was sectors. You don't get it anyway. Uh, But he had this rule of you cannot forward deploy your observers, which I rely on heavily with my two medium mortars Mm. and three howitzers. And at the end of the game, I was like, hey does that mean that I could have set my unit, my observers up with my mortars as a standard deployment if they're not forward-deploying? And we never quite agreed on an answer. Um, he had a dig, I had a dig, and we, we just couldn't figure it out. So something to put out there, or maybe one of you guys have have looked into it. But um, yeah, just something perhaps to be FAQ'd or errated or whatever in the future. Um, so 8RAD, Panzer three or IV, uh, these little... Tankette things with a forward-facing light ATM. A...
1: They're Italian tank destroyers. Um, they are one of the most ludicrous designs I've ever seen. Thank you. Cute. You physically cannot close the roof of the fighting compartment and have your head inside it. So it's essentially an open-topped anti- uh, tank destroyer rolling around with this little pop gun anti-tank gun. Um, yeah. They were
4: um, a menace because I've got a light LMG, sorry, an LMG as well. Um, they were like crazy effective. Yeah. And what are Italian units doing in a Bulgarian list? I
1: have um I think it was on. it was one of the post arm uh, Italian armistice things. The Germans um, ended up with a whole bunch of Italian equipment that they looked at and went, "This is garbage. We'll <laughs> give it to one of our satellites because you know we'll try and shore up the gaps here and there." Um. And it is one of the the quirks of bolt action that historically those vehicles weren't fantastic, but in bolt action... Amazing.
4: Absolutely amazing. Yep. Yeah, so good. And on top of all this, to slow things down even further, what board did I play on? Stalingrad. Yeah. And oh, this Stalingrad. was the Stalingrad of Stalingrad's. I think there must have been at least 15 large ruins. Yeah. There were walls too high to see over. Yeah. There was rubble in all the streets. Yeah. The road was crated to shit. So you probably at a maximum had about twelve inches of clear sight, I would what say. What you're
0: saying to me, what you're saying to me is is yes. we faithfully recreated <laughs> Stalingrad.
4: No,
1: what I will say is when I set that whenever I set that board up, I made sure that some of the roads were clear. And then about fifteen minutes later, Tristan walked past and went Harry, what the fuck are you doing? Grab the top of sc- rubble scatter and just went yeah.
4: nuts.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like...
1: Hey, hey, Garrett, you know what else
3: is 12 inches? <laughs> Tell me, Gordo. <laughs> 12 inches to the sphygmoid colon. <laughs>
4: That's it, I'm done. See you guys. <laughs> I'm joking.
2: I warned, you, I warned
0: you that having him on, this would likely be the episode that would get us cancelled. And I feel that we're st- like, right now, the ship is out of the harbour and we're sailing strongly, three sheets high. All right. How do you mean so, you warned us? You knew did.
1: exactly what was going to
0: happen. No, I knew. I'd still warned you. Um, so you played Pete. Um, now you took a loss to Pete, is that right?
4: I did, yeah. Um, he's very, very tactical, very clever, um, supported his units very well. And I got quite unlucky with some reserve rolls. I think I failed about 10 or so reserve rolls. Um, and so all those counted as destroyed at the end of the game. So that just gave him a ton of points. Um, and he, he definitely outmaneuvered me too. He had a lot of um, infantry in, my, in, in the wings. I don't think either of us got into each other's quarter. Yeah. Um, but because he had everything on the board and just pushed out, um, he was definitely able to outmaneuver me. Mm.
0: Um, I mean, look, Pete West is a great player. He's been doing it a long time, and he knows his stuff. So he um, have done well to sort of hold him back as long as you did. was good. Well done.
4: Yeah. Was a co- there was one or two moves I was proud of and a, and a couple that I'm not so proud of. Um, so I had some cavalry trying to harass, and I bunched him up in one corner thinking he'd activated everything. And he got that Italian pop gun, placed his one-inch template over four cav because they were Ooh. so close to each other. I was like, yeah. oh, that, and that fucking hurt. Yep. Um, but I wrecked another cav out of his line of uh, his arc because it's a 90 degree for the machine gun and the anti-tank and just popped to his side about two inches away. Um, and it, it was great. So I moved up further up the board and out of line of sight. So, you know, good old wrecky cav. It was good fun. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Calder,
5: how'd you go to game two? Yeah, I ran into, I think it was Chris. Um, I didn't catch his surname. Japanese list. 60 infantry, it's a dual platoon, 60 infantry in four squads, two first lieutenants, two snipers, a whole stack of anti-tank teams, you know, the suicide guys, Um, and then two spigot mortars and two medium mortars. And I kind of took one look at the list and went, do you get up close to it or do you stay away from it, which is worst? (laughs) And then I looked at the table and went, I actually haven't got anywhere I can shoot the infantry on, but there's not enough cover to hide from the guns.
0: Where what ta- what table are you on?
5: Um large cent one of the lower tables, um like the no lower, lower number tables. Um the one with the big couple of big central white buildings. Um, yeah, and some fields okay. and stuff. Um, yep. Yeah, and I it was it- just you know, it was just the table and I, and think, I think partially because
1: tables. Second. Yeah, sorry, Cold. I think that was one of the tables that uh, Tristan got confused as to whether or not he actually brought it.
0: That was Viv's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. um, We found it. Yeah.
5: Really good table, really tact like is it was just the matchup. Um yeah, sectors, um, I kept everything I could off the table. The spigot mortars, they're nasty.
0: Um, They don't do a lot of damage, but they do shitloads of pins.
5: You just you lose a unit on off pins, you then rally it and then the next time you get hit again and you're back to square one. Yeah. Um So yeah, um kind of just Slowly tried to get some HL into the squads so I could get up closer to it. Yeah. Um, and then Anzai charged my way across the table at his Japanese. Because um, he had so many small teams. He just goes straight for the small teams with 13-man inexperienced squads. Mm. Um, managed to pick up a whole stack of points. Um, I had one unit pinned down. And you know what? It's a bit of a pattern for the entire weekend. My two 13-man inexperienced green squads, MVPs. had died exactly where I wanted them every game.
0: Um, How do they get a regular, Um, One squad every two games on average. 50% of the time, it works. Yeah. Every time. Um, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But yeah,
5: anymore. no, um, it came down to... I had one squad stuck in the centre, pinned out with a spigot mortar. Mm-hmm. I either rallied, took the hits, and they were inexperienced, so they were going to get absolutely chopped by a spigot mortar, and they'd break and run off the 50% casualties. Or I... Gave them a run order to charge a nearby small team and get them out. Um, they had like four pins, five pins. Failed the order check. They got hit by the spigot mortar. The spigot mortar needed to put on six pins to. to oh no! Um, uh, there must have been only three or four pins to, which is quite easy for a spigot mortar um, to route them. Um, and I was ahead on points right up until we got to the end of the last turn and went, "Yeah, unit routed." Um, so that's a unit kill to you, and then we were—it was a draw. But yeah, it just came down to that audit dice check.
4: Wow, close game.
5: Yeah. Amazing. Excellent player. Um, <laughs> we had a bit of miscommunication at the start, just trying to work out who was there for what um, and who had what grasp of the rules. Um, we stopped partway through the game and went, "Yeah, okay, I'm here to play competitively. I'm here not to play competitively. I just want to have a good time." Okay, cool. Um, we had a long chat about that and went, "Yeah," and off we went, and it was good fun. Really good player. I think he's a Canberra local. Um, yeah, he used to be up
1: around Meineke Woods out in Lismore. Um, yeah. Actually, for a long time, actually, I think he still does. He has the only uh, Dutch ANIL force in Australia. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah right. You're right. Yeah.
0: Gracksuit yeah.
5: a lot of vehicles and all that jazz. Yeah, right. No, really good player. Um, just a really hard list to play into because, you know, if you get too close, the 15-man squad swamp my in- my small vet squads quite easily. Um, and that is a bit of a problem with Japanese lists in that
1: you do sort of have that internal debate as to how you engage it. Yeah. Do you try and portion some of it off and just disproportionate attrition or do yeah. you try and engage
0: it on en mass? The pain in the ass is it's, it's all mission-dependent. Do you have yeah, to go up to him? Do you have to go and engage him? Yeah. Well, can yeah. you just sit back, set up gun lines, and let him come to you? It's There, there are so many factors that, that that work into that equation. Yeah, that It depends on the mission, depends on the map, depends on this, depends on that. The other thing is it also depends on the player you're playing against. He might just be a defensive Japanese player, in which mm-hmm. case, brilliant, I'll go and do all my stuff over here and you can just leave me the hell alone. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely.
5: And that was the thing. Like, I managed to get him bogged down in some rough ground. We had a big field off on the border between his my neutral zone and his deployment zone. Um, so I just ran all my reserves on there and then tried to force him to come through the rough ground. Yeah. Fogged him down, then managed to drop a couple of submachine gun squads down on squads. And again, another theme for the whole weekend, um, three or four submachine guns in a squad is great. They're not consistent.
0: No. Um, no. You, you, yeah. If you want to, like, over a 10-man squad, you really need to be getting into, like, that four and five... Yeah, submachine gun slot to really get any kind of decent return on it. Otherwise, it's just eh.
5: Yeah. yeah. Well, know, you can all right. do, you know, mathematically <laughs> you should do about three kills or something. Three, maybe four kills off that yeah. squad. But when the dice go cold, they go cold and I was putting oh, three yeah. squads into it and they were, I was killing like three Japanese out of three squads in a
0: 15-minute yeah. squad. That's right. I
5: managed to bog him down. But yeah, it was a really good game.
0: Excellent. Gordo, game two, how'd you go?
5: Well, talking about Japanese, um, I played
3: Ben Boland, uh, so Japanese versus Japanese.
0: Uh, oh, man, that kid was He was he's the spirit animal. He is my totem for that entire weekend.
3: He he, he was like a, a joy to play with and like like I told Tristan before at the end of the in the, at the end towards 4 games 4 and 5 on the Sunday, we were like blokes were coming up to Ben and going, How would you, how'd you go, mate? Like, and they are all rooting for him. He was like the one guy that everyone was rooting for.
1: Everyone loved it's, him. It's everyone yeah, I a good guy. Saw ben. <laughs> he had the biggest smile on his face. Like, yep. he was just, like, riding this massive high. It was amazing. It had yeah, nothing exactly to do with that. Okay, it had nothing good. to do with
0: yeah. it. it. That had nothing to do with the 40K girl who was getting around in a cocktail dress. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was bonkers. We need more of that. Can people bring that next year? I want girls in cocktail dresses. Sort it out. Sort it out, community.
3: I really want to see Ben next year, and I think he'll do. Oh, really- you will,
0: you yeah, will, 100. Yeah. Well, did you get him on? you get him on? was you get him on for a chat at some stage soon?
5: Mm. Yeah, um, he'd he come up to you and go, "I've got this many points at the moment," and you you get this running up there up there, and every time, no matter what was happening, the biggest smile as he does. Yeah, has this, yeah. He's, he was copping way.
0: it. He was copping an absolute spanking, and he was just thrilled to be there playing bolt action. I am just like, "You, you. This is why I say he's my spirit animal. He's just like he's just." Happy to play. Like, yeah. what an absolutely sterling little chap. Like, I just love him to death. I it, want to take a moment and raise him as my own. I it, love it, his
1: enthusiasm it, in the uh, the Cancun group chat where he's. Um, my God, he yeah. requests that we get the entire hall and look, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do our best. I'll say, yeah, mate, now. you we bring it, we'll best. put it on.
0: Yeah, you, if you like, if you want to fill that hall, shout yeah. it from
1: the highest bell tower. We'll do our absolute best, but
0: yeah. We've actually.
1: I been, won't say prepared to be disappointed, but you know, just, just allow some disappointment. That's all I'm yeah.
0: saying, man. Set, you, set your expectations, mate. You're fine. <laughs> um, the one thing I am going to, I'll touch on quickly um, in regards to stuff that, so that um, we have had a lot of people saying to us. Uh, you know, um, you know, you know, next year we're going to go for a hundred. Yada yada yada. Uh, that all comes down to the community. Okay, we, Hari and I, we promoted the living crap out of this event. We went on different podcasts. Um, We released articles. We were talking to people. We were engaging in the chat. There is only so much we can do. The rest has to come from the community. Um, So if you're out there and you're listening and you came and you had a good time, tell your friends you had a good time. Tell everyone you had a good time. Show them the goodie bag. Show them all this good shit. Show them all the amazing things that you got to do. And then say, you know what? You should come next year because we'll probably do it again. So it's got to come from the community. Sorry, Gordo. Game two, Ben, hit the highlights. Let's talk about it.
3: Okay, so I I, I won four points. Um,
0: oh, oh, that's the, right. You went beast mode. We were all like, "Holy shit!" We've unleashed a Gordon.
3: Yeah, that, that's right. I, it kind of played into my hands. Um, I, I, if he he had all the tools there, because um, he had uh, he had actual cavalry on horses, and he had a ho rope um, and if he deployed them properly um, in a in a different way, he would have it, the tables would have been completely turned. like he could he could have easily just wiped my ass the other way. Um, however, I, I was able to just um, have have good dice rolls and be in the right and position the right way. So I, I think, yeah, it's, um it, it was a it was a good game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And this and is <clears throat> and that's and that, that's what I'm hearing. Like the overwhelming majority of people all come back it's like yeah, we ran a competitive event. You know what? Everyone had a fucking good time.
3: And and and, and the points don't really add up to it. Like it yeah. you, you know it, it could have easily gone like it's a bit of a knife edge. Yeah. Um when you, when you get a run like that, it's not yeah. like play where it's just like an absolute smashing. It's it it one dice roll could have changed the whole thing.
0: Oh dude, I've seen I've seen Sneaky Cheese have games like that where, mm. you know, it's just like, you know, he'll get beaten, but it's like the dice do not accurately reflect just what what just happened. Like mm. and you know, he 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 will get beaten by something like I saw him roll like, you know, oh I need five dice needing threes, and he rolled ones and twos, every single one of them. It's just mm. like you would have won that game without me for that shit. Like it's mm. it's dice, you know.
1: it's it's, it's also- you can never like, account for. When no. when
3: when you get a roll on um, or, or your opponent gets a roll on um, and yeah, you get that card. where the top order just falls apart, like in cricket. Yeah,
0: yeah. 100%. You're just sort of sitting there. And oh. the worst thing is when you get that thing where your opponent – where you really – I hate it. And I think Garrett's had this against me plenty of times. I've had it against Garrett a couple of times. We played a game in your garage a little while ago where I just literally systematically took you apart. like, And it was very reminiscent of what you, the games you and I used to play – Way back when, and you wanted to call it in like turn four or something. And I'm like, no, no, let's keep going. And I was making breaking bad jokes, you know, like it's over when I say it's over. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like there's, it's, it's one of those things like if your opponent gets on a bit of a train, a bit of a roll, and all of a sudden they're just there, there, there's nothing they can do wrong and your dice have just abandoned you. You kind of just have to sit there and go, you know what, this is what it is. I've got no control over this. It's, it, it's just, that's it. And that's probably one of the weird things about Bolt Action is you can actually have those games where it's like, I'm doing everything right, but the dice are fucking me. So,
3: yeah. you now, know, take we- that to the bank. I- I'd like to make a suggestion. I'm scared. Could we possibly get an extra point for a, a, um, an officer on Officer duel So it's t- what? You take out the
1: enemy's officer
3: with your with, officer.
0: With your officer?
1: Yep. I don't hate that. (laughs) Are you telling me this actually happened in game two? Um, No, that didn't happen in game
3: two, but I was trying to tear it up the whole goddamn, the whole goddamn. Oh, that would have been beautiful. You know what? You know what? what.
1: Samurai swords going at each other.
0: We've, we've, we normally talk about sneaky cheese trying to set fire to livestock. We've now got Gordon's officer stalking around the battlefield looking for the enemy's officer.
3: Yeah, towards towards the end of the tournament, I was like just getting that guy up, and he was just pushing, doing his job, pushing dudes up, getting those pins off, and then at at, at right at right towards where he can get within sword striking distance, he went for it, and like yeah, beautiful, uh, I love it. I I wasn't able to get to an officer. Uh, actually, maybe I got to a junior officer. I think I got. Not the one that counted, but he's I did.
5: Working, have to, he's working his way up,
3: <laughs> working his way up. He, he knew he was, just like hiding like a bitch. But like you know, it's it's hard to get those kills up with your uh, with a crazy
4: samurai sword. You know, what,
0: you know. What, r- remind me closer to the time, and I'll we'll, we'll put a we'll, we'll put a special victory point in there. A possible the HM, special victory. The HMG
4: guys do it. I think they get on their most recent. Um, what was a band of brothers event? Is that right? Yeah. Yep, what did they really have? Calder. They um, had closest. Yeah, There's sorry, a whole you... heap
5: of stack of things. It was, uh, if your officer finished closer to your opponent than any other unit in, the, in your army.
0: That's got to be the Lieutenant Spears award. Please tell me as the Spears yeah, award.
5: I'm pretty sure it is.
0: <laughs> yeah. For God,
5: it would be. I'm actually quite there, let, Let's call it Head of
3: the Snake and just say, give it like three points for, for the officer. Three, why single- oh, not? No, no. Single-handedly taking out the enemy's officer.
5: Uh Gordo just. You
0: know what? No, nah, hang on. No, Gordo, yeah. the problem is the problem is is that what you can potentially end up with is you can end up with a situation like what well, Garrett took, where Garrett took a three man was it first or second lieutenant in your first second lieutenant, but there were three of them on horseback.
4: Oh, and sorry, guys... no, no, that's uh it's a two man first lieutenant squad. But so go. what? You know, they can't go down, they're easy targets. Yeah, but they're also
0: very it. they're very good at killing stuff. <laughs>
4: But yeah, um, like and, and, and they running, can move. And they running, can move around. Um, my
3: maniac with a samurai sword. That's That's awesome. a down the he's 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 already made his packs with God and he's got like he's 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 already like praising the emperor when he's just going crazy or with his nappy and he's like um and his uh his headband, so is is
0: Gordo, at one <laughs> stage there were you talking about Simulating performing Harry carry and having like a bratwurst fall out of your t-shirt was that something that was on the cards to happen?
1: Yeah, he was talking about it's this Sunday. massive sausage that he'd had for breakfast. Yeah, and... the war
3: sausage that I was, I was, I was considering actually pulling out of my, pulling out of my um, my belt, um, and committing Harry carry if I failed too hard, and spilling the sausage out <laughs> all over the table. This
0: is what oh. we deal with. It's so good. <laughs> All right, so um, excellent game. Gorda, I think we'll just keep the good times rolling. Game three, how'd you go?
3: Um, I can't remember that
0: much, but
3: I know I played... I may have played um, one of the Junior Burks, Logan, I think it was.
0: Yeah, right. I, I think you did, actually. You might have played Logan. That's right, because we were joking about it. It's like, oh, God, we better keep an eye on this, because yeah, Gordon's Gord yeah. playing a minor.
3: <laughs> it's like, it, like... I've already done Cow and Calf. I haven't done... Um- <laughs> Calf and bull.
0: <laughs> I had the old bull. Want to try the young calf?
3: The young, young. Sorry, calf and bull. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the, the Logan fantastic. Like he's come up really well, and um and yeah, he gave me a good good hard game. He played Australians. Yep. Um, actually I've got his list here. I must have picked it up, but yeah, it was um that was a that was a great game.
0: I'll, and, t- I'll um, tell you what, I'll tell you this. Um, in 2016, I played Logan Burke when he was about, I, if he was like nine or 10, I'd be very surprised. And when we were setting up tables, um, Logan and Tristan walked over to me and they were just chatting away. And I'm like, because I, I didn't, I just didn't recognize because it's been years since I've seen them. I haven't seen Logan since before COVID. And they actually said, oh, we the Burke. So I'm like, yeah, fucked. Like you guys I are ask- enormous.
3: I actually played I Tristan, right?
0: It was yeah, just- you did, yeah.
3: Yeah, the the older one. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, he was really nice, nice kid, and he, like nice guy, and he um, and very enthusiastic. Yeah, And, and the whole family. They were loving the game, and it was yeah, awesome. that's he right, said, awesome.
0: I'll, I'll tell you what, and I'll, I'll say this to anybody is is um, people like Logan Burke, um, they're the future of our hobby because they're young guys who are invested and interested, and they're they're super guys so much fun to be around and i'm like we need to foster and encourage people like that to play the game more frequently
2: mm.
0: keep them away from 40k yeah
3: 100
0: yeah and age of sigma age of smegma yep yep all and right all so that, Cordo, what sorry
3: i was about to say all those other shit games you just mentioned there they got nothing on the history that we've got
0: that's 100 yeah
3: and beautiful history and and the fucking stories that's the greatest thing the stories of what each of these armies tell. Um and, and what, what these real life real life heroes went through. So I, I find that absolutely absolutely awesome.
0: Yeah, no, I couldn't agree with you more, man. And that's why like Thank um... you See, everyone used to give me shit about my LIDG that it was like some sort of like, you know, I just it not It's like, no, it was all about the history. I love the history behind that list. It was incredible. And it's exactly like... I have a feeling it's why Garrett started collecting that army as well because the history and the, you know, the pedigree behind those guys and the way that they were and the way that they just roamed around the desert as these bearded desperados who would just make life miserable for the Italians was just so awesome. I'm like, yes, I need some of that in my life. I'm yet to... Has anybody in this room see, um, seen Rogue Heroes yet?
2: I On the list, have
0: access oh, God.
2: God. I
3: Yeah, yet. I see that. That sounds amazing because I've read all about it. Um, yeah, well,
0: yeah, somebody... I remember somebody complaining about it recently because, like, oh, my God, in the last thing, like, a Stug 3 shows up, and it's not a Stug 3, it's something else. But I'm like, I made that during COVID, for God's sake. Like, give them a break. Like, yes, they couldn't get the right tank. But you know what? 60, 70% of the population is never going to know. We will know, but you give them a free pass on it. You go, you know, I would rather yeah, I have I'd that say, than not um, have it at all.
1: It's a, an M60 pattern masquerading as a hands of three.
0: Yeah, it's, it's something yeah. silly like that. You're like, yeah, ow or whatever.
3: The, in that movie, they've got certain scenes that I saw in the, 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 the trailer um, that were like stories that Special Forces guys still talk about. They talk about this stuff in Legend. And yeah. this is like the birth of SAS. These guys, yeah, yeah. And, and their their acts, like the the drunken the drunken shenanigans and the boozer, are like stuff of legend that they still talk about to, to new commandos um, every day. Like when they when they join up, they hear these stories and they run on it. And like,
0: That's fucking
3: awesome. And and guys, I remember when I was supporting. Um, some SF dudes and they were doing their selection, and young blokes are coming up and going, Hey, uh, these guys, they, they, they told me to study up Ebony Mayal. And I go, Do you know anything about that? And I go, Oh, I'll let you know about Ebony Mayal. It was like one of the most fantastic commando raids in history.
0: Yeah, so those guys are amazing. And I, yeah. I, I, I still can't believe you've actually rubbed shoulders with some of those guys, Gordo. That's incredible.
3: Yeah, they're, they're fantastic blokes. Mm.
0: Yeah. Right, keeping it moving. Colder, game, uh, game three, how'd you go? Uh,
5: James Leesk, German list, single platoon. Um, Panzerwerfer, a whole heap of uh, vets in 10 man squads. Yep. Um, dual medium machine guns that were vet. Um, really that interesting game. Yeah, it was one of Akhtar's tables? One with the tower.
0: Oh, what though? Sorry, you mean my table? Oh, ah, is your Yeah. yeah. Thank or you, Russ. We, um, no, we I bought off Russ with, uh, yeah, the giraffe. Yeah. yeah, I sold him. I sold him my born That isn't Lex, <laughs> and uh, he's now racing him as his own on the Apple Isle. Yeah,
1: I think he's already stitched on a second head, just so he comes yeah. in.
0: Yeah, he no, he had the head, he he had the head stitched on at customs. That's just how they roll down there. <laughs> um, no, Russ yeah. couldn't make it, but in order to help us out, he did actually send over a massive swath of terrain. Uh, which luckily was able to come over on the Spirit of Tasmania, and I have my sister go and pick it up from the ferry terminal down in Geelong. So uh, that was uh, Russ. If you're listening, brother, uh, we love you. Thank you so much. Um, you you kind of saved the day with this for that one because everyone loves your playing on your stuff. It's just incredible.
5: Yeah, um, great table. Very open, like the way it was laid out. There was lots of hard cover or no cover. Yeah. Um, which you know, binary table. It is what it is. Um, but. James was really, really smart early game, and would fire medium machine gun at something, and then follow up with well sniper at something, and then follow up with a medium machine gun, yeah, and nice. try and guarantee two pins on everything. Um Ooh, key. yeah, so really clever there. Um, in out stuff, I then started failing auto checks on everything with one pin. Stuff wouldn't come onto the table. Um, yeah, is what it is. Um, managed to claw it back to a really close, nearly draw. Um, so that was nuts. So five objectives. Um, I held two, um, or we can. I contested two. He held two, and a couple were in the balance. So one was definitely in the balance. One was close, um, and it came down to. order check to run a third. One of my inexperienced squads onto an objective. I had one pin. Failed it. Um, if that one of if those one of those two dice rolls went my way, um, then it's a draw. If both of them go my way, it's a win for me. If neither of them go my way, it's a win for i um, James. That's amazing. Um, and then the, sec- the second one was an audit. I had to, I, hit, I had to hit a, hit a squad on an objective with a mortar, needing a six. The six came through. I had to kill five of the squad. It's a ten man vet squad. I managed to kill five of the squad, and then he passed. And I put three pins on it. He just had to fail the order check, and it would been a draw and pass the order check. Yeah, oh, is what it is. No, so lost, lost to him. So so close. Like it wasn't going to be close at the start. Um he had me from the start and then managed to just get enough to just drag it back with, it, just because the sheer amount of infantry I had. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then the dice didn't, you know, the dice didn't go the way the dice go. That's what happens.
0: But yeah, That's brilliant well, game. Well. Though. He got my That's,
5: best yeah. um, sportsmanship vote.
0: Oh, well done. Well done. But yeah, he
5: was brilliant to play
0: against. G-Rod, game three. How'd you go? Uh,
4: just Grants. He is the embodiment of... Walk softly. Carry a big gun. He's a big fella, quite imposing. Big, nice Viking beard. Um, he was rolling with Gurkhas, two flamers, multi-launcher, a stag hound, uh, the double AA enclosed Crusader AAs. Crusaders, two of those. Yep. Um, it had some teeth, man. It was <laughs> I was shitting bricks when I saw it, uh, and it was that thick with three C's jungle board. You know the one oh. with the. It was like the aquarium with the with the paths running through it. And was it that was, my
0: jungle? Was that my jungle board or Adams?
4: I don't think it's yours. I think it might be Adams. Okay, it's got like a little sort of shrine, like a Buddha shrine, lying down. Yeah, it's oh, Adams. Right? Yeah, okay. that was a really good board. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it looked awesome. Interesting to play <laughs> I um,
0: knew you were going <laughs> to say that. Yeah, it looked amazing, but. Oh, it was really yeah.
4: yeah had a, had a it yeah, had, had its own difficulties. But we we you know, we spoke we had a really nice discussion and we were like, yeah, let's try and be easy on both of us here. Um look I feel and I didn't I didn't ask and I should have, I feel he's a relatively fresh player. Um, he did just a few little I suppose errors where he dropped his forward artillery observer quite early and I was able to just scatter in the same turn. I was like, okay, you know, that's something that Tristan wouldn't have done. He'd wait until the very last moment when everything sort of bunched together and go, yep, turn one, i turn two, right, we're rolling for this, this, this. Yeah, exactly right. Um, so I managed to get away from that pretty well. Um, and, and sort of squads got isolated a little bit too. So he'd he'd throw his P at squad by itself just down the guts. So I was like, all right. I'll take care of that. And then the Gurkles would come down the right side unsupported, and I was like, all right, I'll block them off. And, um yeah, we're sort of just slowly picking apart things here and there. Um So I feel a few more games under his belt. He's got his list making, you know, to a T. He's got all the best shit in there. Uh, he just needs to learn about that synergy and, and supporting things as they move up yeah. together.
0: List synergy is, a, is such a big part of the game that a lot of people overlook. It's It's like... I remember like one of the best things that you you potentially taught me is that the way that you play vehicles and infantry infantry together. I always trip over myself. Um, I'll it's do tough, something and think, "Yeah, that's that's the best thing I can do right now," and not thinking two or three moves ahead when this thing's got to come on and I'm going to have to use that to suppress that over there and I'm going to do that. like. You're very very good at understanding that like that sequence of play to keep everything tied up and everything sort of engaged but not you know getting in getting in your own way it's very very good so and I mean look, learning that's a, that's a really good skill to have
4: and I, I still do it and I get embarrassed with myself I go red face I'm like, oh fuck I've just you know fumbled <laughs> um, but with practice and with and that was beneficial to add a lot of practice games leading up to this you kind of you learn the order of things uh, yep. in in its in its best way of that list synergizing and working together so practice agreed
0: agreed. Oh, okay. So, three games. uh, Everyone seems like they've had an absolute blast. Look, um, I think what we'll do, we'll have hit a very quick break, and then we will come back, discuss the last two games, and then we'll go over a couple of bits and pieces, um, and then we'll probably fuck off for the night. But, yeah, uh, everyone happy with that? Sounds great. Excellent. All right, we'll be back after these messages.
1: War and Peace Games are Australia's best supplier of all your hobby needs, wants and must-haves. Operating out of Sydney, Ian and the crew boast a large selection of gaming systems, including Bolt Action, Flames of War, Frostgrave, Oathmark and many more. They also stock an incredible range of hobby supplies from Army Painter and Vallejo to get your army looking its best for the tabletop. Give the guys a call or check out the amazing range at www.warandpeacegames.com.au.
0: G'day legends. We want to take a quick break to give a shout out to our good mates at Kaiju Beer. Kaiju is an award-winning independent beer and cider brewery based in Melbourne. Founded in 2013 by brothers Nat and Callum Reeves, the duo set out to brew unashamedly intense craft beer and cider without compromising taste and quality. Looking to shake up the overly serious scene surrounding craft beer culture, you'll spot Kaiju on the shelves with bold, loud and unusual canned designs. Check them out at at Kaju Beer on Instagram or spot them at a bottle shop or bar near you.
3: Welcome back, Bacon Burgers! Yeah
0: Well Well, I, I don't know what quite happened there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna crush this thing today. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it home. I was doing that a lot that weekend. I'm completely obsessed with Randy. Is it Randy Savage? No, the Macho, the Macho Man. It is Randy Savage. All right. Um, okay, so we're gonna smash through this really, really quickly because we have so much fucking shit to talk about. Um, Garrett,
4: game four. How'd you go? Ooh. Um, day two. James Leask, uh, very knowledgeable player. Handled his Germans very well. Um, a, a real sort of standard-y smattering of, you know, mobile multi-launchers, mortars, infantry, mis- medium machine gun snipers. Um, it was one of your maps, Tristan. Train yard. So much coal that it's just full. Oh, that one,
0: yeah.
4: How coal everywhere. Did you enjoy that? Did you enjoy the, that map? The coal section was just kind of shut off. They, we sent like a squad each and just probed each other there. Um, with the squads. Yeah, uh, sure, sure. And uh, you guys went to the toilet for a long time. No judgment. Yeah, it's all good. They were heavy, big, heavy, big. Uh, anyway, Um and then the main action had been in the town. This was the supply drop mission, Um where oh. turn four central objective, and then two more sprout off on sort of um, an axis, yeah, uh, perpendicular to one another, and they were very close. They were like six inches away from each other, or something. It was it was they tiny. Like is in from the central one, six inches, something like that? It was a very small amount.
0: Three three no. d six three d six plus nine inches.
4: Well, they felt close. It's
0: a minimum of twelve. <laughs> I don't that's think the they minimum. were. Roll three <laughs> ones. That's it. <laughs>
4: no, I don't think they were. No. Um, so, but that's all right. Um, what happened there? So, yeah, very cagey uh, with so much shit. Twenty-two water dice on the board. The multi launchers. Like a mobilized and FT and hit it howitzer and you know, just started messing squads up. And I couldn't land a hit on it to save my life. It was yeah. I probably worried about it more than I should have. Um and as I said, turn four happened, cavalry came in from the left, took out a squad and formed a ring around the objective. You know that real kind of bullshit cagey crap that you do. Uh, but, you know, in just, desert, just Desserts, just deserts he had like two MMGs just like picking off Cav. Um, wind whittled them down and that coal area on the side that i spoke about i had an inexperienced squad waiting in the wings and they could jump into that large uh train repair station factory that you've got on that table tristan it's quite large it's almost like a foot by foot it's a really big building
0: you and i have played on that quite a lot over the years
4: i've never played with the coal i've never seen no that no no before. no the coal is yeah it's
0: i i had that mat uh that was actually the um that was a gift for the melbourne seam from patch mm. and um i finally it's only a four by four so i finally decided to rework it into something more permanent mm. um anyone has seen the photos it's, it, i gotta be honest it will probably be one of my favorite boards that i designed for the event mm-hmm. um because it was interesting, it was like a bombed out kind of like an Arnhem kind of city. There was you know plenty of roadways you could zip around on, but oh, there was a lot of you know a lot of stuff that was blocked off. Um, and yeah, just running that train yard, I, I looked at it and thought, "It's so Spartan. How can I fix this?" And I'm like, "You know what? Uh, coal. Big piles of coal." So I got on. I got onto Russell the Love Muscle and say, "How would you do this?" And he told me, and yeah, lo and behold, I got piles of coal going, and they look really good. i was really stoked with how how good they came out.
4: Yeah, they do look the part. Um, and they're quite high, too. So they could effectively. We, we argued, I oh, sort of argued, discussed how they would work. And we, you yeah. know, so they they weren't blocking line of sight. Anyway, turn four, um, you call last order dice. Yeah. And I'm like, if it's mine, my squad can jump in the building. And I've got one of my objectives. He's got the center, and I can contest the top one therefore winning the game i was like brilliant all gets pulled it's one of his bad luck we get a draw um fill out our score sheets head on over to the table drop them off and i see that you've got your phone there and the time's still running i'm like oh you're fucking kidding me and then about a minute later tristan calls out and that's game (laughs) i was like
0: the pain in <laughs> the bum was that people, like, I had to call Last Dice. Uh, I don't remember when I was calling that. I think It might have been at five minutes, but it was one of those things where I was calling Last Dice because people were then pulling that dice and then taking, like, they were just pulling dice and just standing there, like, not knowing what to do. Mm. So it was kind of a way to kind of hurry them up. But next year, we're looking at doing, like, a projector. And, like, Age of Sigma I had, have a huge um, time projector up on the wall so that, you know, I don't have to keep doing that so you know how much time is left over.
4: Love that. No, that's fantastic. Um, look, now. Lovely game. You know, a very cagey. I think it was turn three, and I, an auto-dice hadn't been lost from either side. Like, it was just this real intellectual um, sparring match. So I had a great time. Loved the game. You know, draw Draw was fine. It was all good.
0: Yeah, no worries. All right. Um, okay. Uh, sorry. Ugh, not going there. Uh, colder. Ugh. Fucking yeah, lost.
5: Uh, so, Eilish and her Brits, um, basically just normal Brits, few 10 man squads, Humber, 10 man vet squad, a Comet, dual artillery observers. Yep. Um, on, I think it's the same jungle board that Garrett played on earlier the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, supply drop. She went to, she tried to play for the flanks for the objectives there. She dropped her artillery observers in the wrong order. So one the one that had better line of sight for later in the game, she fired off first. Um, yep. So bits and pieces like that just chatted her through. It was probably another bit more of a learning game. Um, yeah, a few fluky multi-launcher shots that always seemed to go off the moment Tristan came over to ask how the game was going over. That,
0: that was game. horrible. I kept doing that. I, I would walk up and say, oh, what's going on here? Oh, we're just trying to range him with a mortar. I'll oh, hang around. Six. Yeah. That yeah. happened way too frequently. I'm like, I'm, just, I'm, not, gonna talk, I'm not talking to anyone now.
5: Yeah. Um, but no, great game. Loads of fun. Um, yeah, no. So win for me. It came right down. It came... She tried to make a... We chatted through the last couple of dice and she tried to make a play to try and contest an objective. Um, and it just didn't pay off. They just got chopped. Um, but yeah, no, it was good fun. Excellent. Gordo.
3: Yeah, my my game was a bit of a meat grinder, I, I believe. Yeah, with with Tristan, I got them mixed up. I played Stu Smith on the third game, so it was Tristan on the fourth. Um, yeah, it, it, that was another meat grinder. Um, right in the middle, like, and that was um, right down the middle. That was could have gone either way. Um, yeah. um, when when we rolled, I think the it's a supply drop, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, we we had it right down the middle of the table. So it was um it was gonna be just a head to head, like brutal mash up meat grinder right in the guts. So yeah, that that was fantastic. And um yeah, that was awesome. Lots of gore. Could have gone either way. I think it was the draw from memory.
0: I have a feeling it was. Yeah, you did you did well. You had a... you yeah, you, you performed really well for your first CanCon, dude because it is an overwhelming experience.
3: Mm all right
0: so last game turn five or game five uh we played it was literally just i think it was no man's land um and that was literally just we decided to give our players four objective-based missions and the last the last mission when your brain is leaking out of your nose i'm like you know what you can just play something simple like uh kill points so how'd you go gordo
3: um i played burke senior
0: adam Uh, yep
3: yep yep. um yeah
0: that was i love playing that guy
3: Yeah, it was good. Um, Gave me a pretty challenging game. I I, I was like literally one dice, I reckon I could have made all the difference. But um, yeah, another one that was just like a real close one. Um, It it was fantastic all the way. And like I was running away from his tiger um, or trying to run away. I actually missed the, I failed the tiger fear roll, like, you know, no pins. Uh, Yeah. you and stayed to get killed
5: <laughs>
3: and he missed uh, oh. which was ironic so yeah a bit a bit of table humping right there <laughs> uh, <laughs> you gotta live that up and uh and and yeah he was another guy that was afraid of my officer running up and chopping people in it in the in the head oh, uh,
1: I can't imagine why a fanatical no. tough fighter coming yeah. screaming towards you what a
0: yeah, samurai be sword
1: about that yeah. yeah
3: yeah like um I I think towards the end I was just sort of like you know Screw this one point. He's gonna fucking like he's he's not gonna be a he's not gonna be a sheep. He's gonna be a wolf. So um, I was I was able to pull that guy out and like um, the ty- the hunted became the hunter. So that was um, that was quite good. Get some kills oh, up.
1: God, got the war paint. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> he's bronzed up. You mm. created
1: a monster, Tristan.
0: I didn't create it. It was already there. What are you talking about? All you right, just showed it where to go. Yeah, I'll just point him in the right direction. Um, Calder, how'd you go game five?
5: Uh, so game five against Adam Stone and his defense, oh. just the defense of Australia list. Yeah, brilliant chap. Um, he, I think, spent a substantial amount of time over in WA. So we, we were chatting about you know back home and whatnot. Um, and yeah, so that it was a really tight game. So roll off for table sides. It was on, I think, one of your early tables. Hedges, um, a couple of big buildings in the centre. Oh, you know, the, yeah, the, the farm.
0: Yeah, the 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 farm set up with uh, yeah, like four buildings on a crossroads. Yeah, yeah, the um, bocage board. Yeah, I built bocage.
5: Yeah, so I grabbed the slide I want. I've got the you know somewhere to hide because he's got way more dice than me. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere to hide in castle behind some hedges. Um, and then a clear line of fire with my multi launcher on to hit the building that's smack bang in the centre of his deployment zone. Oy. And then we roll prep bombardment. And nothing really <laughs> hits, nothing hits, nothing hits. We get to my Werfer. Oh no. And Grip Bombardment has a pen value, right? Yep. Three. So he rolls the six to roll for penetrating damage on the um on, on the on the Burfer, aside from just pins. Okay, it's cool. So my nervous is probably not gonna get that first lineup shot. And he rolls another six and we're like, Oh that can that's potential exceptional. Potential exceptional damage on the Werfer. It's like, Oh, okay. Then he rolls another six and yeah, we we, we take the Nerval off off the ball before the game even begins. Ouch. But oh well Both. that happens. That's ball you know, action. That's, with lots of his squishy dice. It was a it was something that I had going, you know, what this is a chance to, for me to even the dice pool before the game really begins. If I get that first dice and doesn't have too many pins on it. Um but no, it is what it is. Um game continues. I managed to pick off a whole stack of his squishy small teams, because his list's got a lot of squishy units in it. Because, um, you know, Defence of Australia, Hope of Militia and Inexperienced Units. Um, we get right to the end, and we're like, okay, well, we haven't got enough time for Turn 7. I'm ahead by two points, so it's a win for me, but if you can grab him one dice, it's a draw. Um, and we start drawing dice, and there's a, there's a steward lined up right to go park up right on top of the hedge and fire over it. Dice come out, I've got a couple of dice that I've concept. I can't get an ambush order just because of the way the you know, geometry works. I have to shoot from my own units. Um, and my dice will come out, so I can't advance the unit to try and hit whatever he tries to throw forward. He draws the last dice of the game. Stuart rolls up. on his second last dice of the game. Stuart rolls up, mows down half a squad of vets. But okay, still in it. Then his squad of inexperienced engineers with no flamethrowers. No, no flamethrowers, just a whole heap of AT grenades in a Bren carrier. I'm screaming up the road. The guys jump out of the Bren carrier. It's like, okay, it's five inexperienced guys. I need fours or fives to hit. He's only going to get two or three hits. He's shooting into vets. He'll only kill one or two guys. I'll have to take an order check but I'm vets with one pin. I can do this. They get out. Four Short of the story. Five guys you can't hit. do this. Yeah, four, four of the five guys jump out. Or five, no, four of the five guys hit, and then three of the four shots go, and they wipe the rest of the six-man squad.
4: Oh, I think okay. I do that's remember
1: I think I do remember Adam posting that that squad was his MVP of the event
5: yeah, yeah. they just you know they just absolutely they got out and you're like yeah you now nah, then Matt's Matts say that nothing is going to go through like they're not gonna get force an order check if they do do a lot of damage they'll force an order check but that's it I'll still have the the one guy left in the squad and you know they will get out and go yeah bang.
0: Yeah, Bolt actually looks at your maths and goes, ha, 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 Statistical averages? I don't think so.
5: No, absolutely
1: We don't operate on maths. We operate on spirit, boy. Spirit. luck.
4: Was that um, rifles or SMGs? Rifles. Five (laughs) guys with rifles. (laughs) Um, Inexperienced guys with
5: hardcover. Yeah, no, not good odds for them to kill anything at all. Um, So it's like...
4: Three of my five games came down to the
0: last order dice. Um, yes. Yeah,
4: cool nice. good, good game. That's good.
0: Garrett, your last game.
4: This was like my mindset going in is two wins, a draw, and a loss. I'm just here to have fun now. You know, fuck it. Mm. Um, came up against Greg Russell and his late war Germans.
0: Yep.
4: So this is the father of the Russells. Yep. Yes.
5: Yeah. Um, What do you have? With kids like that, he must be a rocket scientist.
4: Yeah.
1: (laughs) He honestly, Greg Russell is the most unassuming-looking bloke I've ever seen. Like, just looks like you know your average player. Um, He took the Panzer Recon Force from right. Armored cars,
4: half tracks, tooled-up grenadiers. And oh, he will no, literally put I his hand up your ass way.
0: and work your mouth like a sock puppet if you're not careful.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he said himself, like, "Yeah, I'm a boomer. I'm a bit slow on the uptake, but like, I get some steam in me, and I'll just, I'll just roll over you." I, I got to be honest, it's
0: those people, those those people, that I worry about the most. Oh no, you'll kick my ass on this one. Oh no,
4: Jesus, look at your no. list. I'm
0: screwed here. And you're like, yeah, yeah I'm on no. you. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's gonna, it. <laughs> you
4: know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Too right. Um, So, how was it? He goes, yeah, I'm going to put about eight units on outflank. I was like, okay, I've played (laughs) this game before. So left side, two howitzers, two infantry squads, bikes with LMGs, pretty much going ambush from turn two onwards. like, you're coming on there, you're going through a hail of fire. Right side, probably half of what I just stated, but I had, uh, I was like, this is the first time I did it and I should have done it every game. Lt on horseback and the two cav squads coming in, and the idea was, come in last, you know, turn three, those the last order dice.
0: Yeah.
4: yeah. Lt activates, start of turn four, snap twos the the two cav squads, and you got three charges off. Yeah. Oof. Which, did happen, and I killed a half track. I killed two vet squads with that. And then he kept bringing on units. He just kept bringing on trucks with machine guns. Would kill half the cav. Then who was left would charge in. It was this whirling melee. Uh, It was nuts. And I think what happened was I got saved by your last dice call. So I lost one to that, but I gained one to that. And I managed to snap off some charges, take out a few squads. I was only two or three up. And then you rang the bell and I was bloody and I was beaten oh yeah uh, but we had a great game and shook hands at the end of it and he said you know what you were you know I didn't want to tell you at the time but you were so polite and and you what you said went um, because a few times I was like oh shit I'm going to do this and do this and I'd try to change my mind and he would pull me up and say hang on a second you said you'd do this and I was like you're right I'm so sorry you know let's go ahead what I've said goes um, so I had a great time with him. Learned a lot, um, and yes, keep shit on outflank. Sorry, if shit's coming in on outflank, <laughs> set those yeah, give up it quick. Code, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All
0: right. Good so, um, so that was everyone's games. It sounds like everyone had a fantastic time. Um, cheers for. I mean, there's good anecdotes. It's, it's always nice to hear about you know interesting interesting things that happen during games. So um, what we're going to do is we are going to shamelessly steal even more from the Juggernauts. Um, not only have we taken Christine their Weston, house we're rules. You're
1: going this into Juggernauts 2.0, aren't you?
0: Oh, it's already happened. Um, you know, the paperwork's in the mail. Uh, you guys are going to get T-shirts at some stage soon, and then that's it. Great. I'm going um,
1: to that for a second time.
0: Yeah uh so yeah we're going to shamelessly steal their event rating uh system because um i've already stolen their dignity so why not steal this as well uh we're going to go through each of these things um basically what i need from you guys is a mark out of five you are on with the two tos i want you guys to be as honest as you can because this is meant to be a good reflection of how what cancon actually went hence the reason i have three players on uh which is very important to us so we're going to start with the pack which was released um, a good while ahead of time, so everyone had plenty of time to digest it. Uh, it was designed by um, Ant Perkins from the Juggernauts. Um, he helps us out with the uh, graphic design and layout. Um Colda, we'll start with you. Mark out of five for the pack and reasons.
4: Look,
5: probably I think the weakest part of the event um, for me. Personally. Rubes, kick him off. Rubes, kick him off now. Get him <laughs> off. Get him off. <laughs> and delete. Yeah, so probably a three. Three. Um, yeah. So,
0: hang on, I'm just writing this down. Will not be asked back onto podcast. No, Get good on gone. you
4: for being honest. Tristan no, that's fine. I'm fine. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Keep that in. Keep that in.
5: Um, look, there was a there was a couple of different documents there. Um, I know there was a whole stack of controversy about clarity and whether it was competitive, whether it was not. You cleared that up way ahead in advance, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of people. Saying to me on the day, um, and I, look, I played probably mostly the lower, the lower half of the event. Yeah. Um, saying I'm not sure where to find what. I it would have been great to have the scoring system, but you, you know, your just the metric and then the side missions in the players pack. Yeah. Um, and then people searching for missions, I had to find someone had the wrong copy of Supplier drop
0: um that's surprising because we gave everyone exactly the same pack of missions their
5: own copy um because i can't can't be held
0: accountable for that that.
5: no um but it would have been great to have that in the players pack um, yeah sure the faq and all that kind of stuff um yeah for a bit more clarity so people and especially the people who probably hadn't sat down and done a stack of homework beforehand yeah um had it all at hand um yeah, so I think there could have been just a little bit extra clarity. Everything condensed into one document, um, just so it's all there, and people you can people go. This is the the you know the concise, conclusive everything you need to know about CanCon is here. You yep. don't need to go looking for the FAQ document. You don't need to go looking for the mission pack. You don't need to go looking for the scoring system.
0: Sure,
4: sure. Yep. All right, Garrett, pack. Yeah, I won't repeat um, what you've said there, Colder Jackson. I think they're all fantastic and valid points, and I agree with them. Um, I suppose, and I'll look at the, the the addition of the FAQ that was included in the main players pack, I thought there was some um, opportunity there to really clarify some more obscure rules that did come up quite a bit, and there were components in there that I felt were didn't need to be addressed i think like the cover one was one of them perhaps i want to try and bring it up you, you caught me unawares so i thought i was going third but yeah i wanted to go over those and have a look um that was the negative positive it was quite well laid out in its color mm. its presentation the quality of the images i think were quite good um and i liked that you had very clear um times set in there as well and that was great to see i don't think many events do that so good job there
0: i think one of the issues that we had when we were writing the pack is we didn't want it to be some enormous bloated 15 to 20 page document um the unfortunate thing is given what we just went through with cancon we now see that it may actually have to be something that is you know between 10 and 15 pages long but we then have to also rely on our players to actually be reading that information and taking it Mm. on board but we'll figure out a way around it it's fine um gordo players pack out of five
3: um just going on from what they said it was all really good valid points um i think if you can integrate those and have um like the right sort of editing in it so that you've got you're breaking it down it won't seem as big if you know what i mean
0: sure Yeah. yeah
3: You're going to go a lot bigger, um, um, and they're, they're like because they're all quite valid points, and and you're right, Tristan. It's going to be uh, quite enough, uh, quite a lot to take in at first. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. And- but that's why we always release. That's why we release the players pack months and months ahead of time, so that yeah, it was a big pack, but you had time to read it.
3: Yeah, I, I think it did really well. I think thanks, uh, man. For, for for yeah for that, I mean, it's um, going to be you know, no matter what.
0: Um, yeah, too right. You know.
3: And and I think he did really well with um, shooting down some some cheese.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So um, the priest and the pudding, we had we had like uh, really good really good armies that were like quite thematic,
0: and and also fun, fun to, to fun to play against and fun to play with. So that was the main thing. That's good. Didn't have
3: any, didn't have anyone with a cheesy tank army. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: Jesus, I'll tell you what, I'm pretty good. Um, Gordo, mark out of five for the pack.
3: Um, I'll probably give it a. Four, I, I think I think that there's room for improvement, like you said, like to
2: yeah,
3: yeah, get up to GT level. Um, but in saying that, we don't want anything too big. Maybe just break it up a bit. Um, with those all those pertinent points, and and I think we know where we need to go for next and how to reach yeah. that level mark and make that the
4: water mark. We know where it is.
0: Yeah, mm. Garrett, yeah. um, I didn't get a mark out of five for you.
4: Can I do halves? Three and a half.
0: Three and a half I'm done. All right. Just a thought though,
5: um, I know there was a lot of chatter about this being, like dice counts being really high, um, or games not necessarily always reaching natural conclusions, I think all my games made, made a turn 6, but didn't, you didn't end up rolling yeah. up for a turn 7.
0: Sure, um, yeah.
5: Would it be worth putting, rather than maybe, like, I know you guys aren't fond of dice caps, even if you put really high
0: dice caps on things um but even it doesn't yeah it' it, this is already something we've discussed and um i'll I'll discuss CanCon 2024 in a bit but i can tell you that we there are we are taking steps to address the fact that not enough games came to a natural conclusion we're not happy with that but i'm also not upset i'm not like oh those bastards why like it's more of a okay how do we stop that from happening in the future i think we have a good solve and it, it, we are hundred yeah. percent taking that on board. No, absolutely. Um, no, what I was going
5: to say was maybe have an, a second mission where kill points are a factor, and then people have to really think about whether those. Yeah, that's not a comes. no. I, well, yeah, yeah. Um, rather than putting a dice cap or rather than drop, cutting the size or raising the time, yeah. put a di- put something in the missions that is going to change point um, timing.
0: I think and it's already happened. I think we're doing two kill points missions next oh. year.
5: Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, yeah. that was just a thought. I, as no, well, no, I no. Thinking, good thought. Good yeah. thought.
0: Good thought. Uh, the only reason I'm hurrying it along is we've still got a bit to get through. Um, yeah. Okay, so venue. Um, venue, Mark out of five, Colder.
5: I'd heard horror stories about how hot and, and sweaty that place was. It was brutal. Well, i going to
0: can't in the Australian <laughs> summer. Oh, by the way, brilliant. it's not going to get over 20 degrees for the whole weekend. It was amazing.
5: It was fabulous. Yeah, no, I'm um, five. Awesome, awesome, awesome experience. Um. Yeah. I wish their second-hand store hadn't had a stupid long queue out the front. Oh, that's yeah dude, that, i heard that's, of all yeah.
1: stories about that column yeah that yeah. was oh, no nuts.
5: The, the event was fabulous five
0: yeah so that's just for the venue thank you very much Being garrett venue
4: Quattro, true just because of the noise um you did a really good thing day one take everyone outside oh, yeah. address some yeah, issues to, yeah. bring us back and then day two there was some information going out i missed some stuff um so yeah. that's that's the only downfall and you're not responsible for that um, but you know, I'm looking no, at it's like part of holistic, that, no. No, yeah, holistic fine. point of view. So yeah, yep. of
0: Gordo, venue.
4: I, I yeah, I, I, with all that, I think
3: that's good. Um, noise was a factor, but I think noise is always a factor, and like, not. unless you've got a hearing aid and your opponent's got a hearing aid, it's not going to help. Um, and I think we did what as much as we possibly could, venue wise. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. So mark out of five.
3: Um. I'll go, I'll
0: go five. Oh, thanks, Cordo. I oh, mean, no, I can't say thank you. at CGS and Epic. Yeah. All I right.
3: I'm, in saying that, I mean, it's like you, you did the best you could in the venue.
0: There's there nothing... wasn't a lot. Yeah, there, there's, not, there's not. I mean, it's, it's the venue that I'm given. So it's not like I went out and found that venue. It just so happens the venue they gave us was really good. The weather was great. We got looked after. Like, you, you can't really complain about Epic. It's, it's a good center. And you managed it very well. Thank you. Um, okay, the next one, colder terrain.
5: Having looked at Las Vegas Opens tables, yeah, the other <laughs> week
0: <laughs> No, I'm not making Bang, a comment. Right in no, there. I got. Yeah, I got I got in trouble. No, I'm not mentioning the LVO. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. here's the thing. No, 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 no. Hang yeah. no. on. Hang on. Hang on. So yeah. the the story that I've received from the LVO is the guy who was meant to show up with all the good terrain got COVID, he couldn't go. You yeah, know what? Right. I'll give him a mulligan. I've just run yeah. I've just run Cancon and I'll tell you what, if say up. yeah, if Russell or someone something like I mean we, we were borrowing terrain from everywhere, if one of those players yeah. had not come through, that would have kind of really put a dent in us. You know yeah. what? Give them a a mulligan. You guys did a great job. Well done.
5: Absolutely. But no, your tables were absolutely great. Um, You know what? I I think it's fair to say, and I had a lot of comments from people, everyone got a table that wasn't suited to their army at some stage. Maybe two. Good. Um, That's what you want. You want things that people can't guarantee that things are going to be working in their favour on the table.
0: Sure. So, Mark, out
4: of five? Um, Look, yeah, five. Thank you. Garrett? You know what? You had a a high variation of tables mm. which was fantastic. You had urban jungle, you had Normandy, you had Africa, you know, it it covered a, a wide slew which was awesome to see. Um I thought the quality of the terrain was very high as well for the most part a lot of detail a lot of color a lot of uh, you, context, yeah, you, made a, you you made it
0: you you made it you made a table it was great you made
4: a table yep happy with that um would have loved to have seen some statistics on what table do you enjoy the most which one could be improved that sort of thing yeah, if you'd wow. collected that that would have been sick really cool to see um but we were there we were setting up tables and I think we did a pretty good job in making them balanced
0: yeah um, i
4: agree so I was very happy to, for, with every table I played on. I think it was a five as well.
1: Thank you. Perhaps that is Gorder. something we can... Oh, sorry. Got yeah. No, 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 no. Sorry.
0: I was going to say, perhaps
1: done. that is something we can consider for 2024 is having a name or a label for each table yeah. so that we can actually draw up a, a document at the end of the event and... I've just... I've literally...
0: I've just written down on my notepad feedback form. We need to do a feedback form yeah. for next year. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, um
0: gordo terrain.
3: Yes, okay, so with the variance of tables um but the the, the I like to first first off the bat say they were all beautifully painted and that was um and we set out well balanced um great variations as Garrett said. Um and, and I think you, we were able to move um a lot of players around so they went on on this uh, on a similar table if you know what I mean. than what they yeah. played so the, in the variance that was good because you weren't playing on. I don't think anybody got Stalingrad twice or like they didn't get the they didn't get the same. I, think, table
0: twice. I don't think anybody plays on the same table twice, and a lot of that has to come down to the fact that we had an amazing um, tech boffin. and uh, it was yeah. Anthony, the Rocket Man Mason, formerly of the Ghost Army podcast. Um, that,
3: it could have been fucking awful if you yeah. got like Stalingrad twice. Like it would have been
0: like yeah. Well, unless you liked it. If you liked it, it'd be fucking great. But yeah, no, you are correct. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's like Anthony was great in making sure that people were, you know, everyone was playing somebody of a similar caliber and they were also playing on a different table every single time. So I don't think there were any double-ups. I think game five, there might have been one, but luckily we were able to switch some things around and get them onto a different table. So, yeah. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, f- five stars. Yeah, Thanks,
0: man. Cheers. Okay. Um... Uh, Colder organization. Our
5: organization. You guys ran it all to time. Everything was clearly laid out. You gave us all a good talking to at the start to say what needed to be done. Uh, and if there was any miscommunications when people weren't familiar with the scoring sheets, Um <laughs> it <outside> and said <laughs> that was horrible. Really done. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, you guys were organized at the event. You're organized before the event. I can't argue with any of that. Um, you were on the ball. So, you yeah, know, five. Thanks, man. Thank you,
2: Garrett.
4: Uh, look, you know, this is coming from someone who got you drunk, drunk during TOing normal. an event and uh, you know, just was like, fuck it, just do what you want to do, guys, sort yourselves out. Yeah. Um, so I've, I'm quite a low <laughs> low bar of operating here. Uh, yeah, I think a five as well. Like, uh, you know, there weren't any significantly major hiccups. I'm sure Amph will probably be screaming. He's <laughs> listening to this you're, right you're now. You're assuming
0: that Anthony listens to this podcast, but <laughs> <mate>, you are <laughs> so he's gravely
4: mistaken. <laughs> Begin from his organisational point of view. I think there was a couple of times where he, he got a bit rushed, or you know, there were things yeah. that needed a bit of time.
2: Uh, but it was
4: all—it's it. all behind the curtains. You know, no one got to see any of that. It was—you uh, know—the show that you two put on was a very professional, and um, and it didn't feel professional
0: when we were doing <laughs> it. <laughs>
4: Well, like you, by you the know what? Pants. We do it as teachers all the time, mate. Duck above water. Legs are going like this underneath, and yeah. you're gonna yeah, cool like... as uh, Gordo, organization.
3: Organization, yeah. Five stars. I think the organ um the, the team worked really well. Um Anthony really absolutely he came into his own in that after that first turn, um when it, when it kind of went a bit haywire but like it was just amazing um and with the um i just think with the scorecards we need to make it like uh oh my idiot-
0: god that's yeah it's, it's on the list of things yeah. to fucking change for next year
3: there's <laughs> well, probably
0: scorecards getting complete overhaul yep. yeah i
3: think um maybe even garrett can come up with an idea to make it completely idiot proof like you know how you do with- <laughs> you know how teachers do it they can make something bring out a document so that I, I don't think you can actually do it. You can't bring a document out that's unfuckable.
1: Gordon, I'll stop you there because all the idiots go through the Australian education system and the teachers mm. do a fantastic <laughs> job with them. True, then they yeah. enter the real world. They have is- an immediate regression. And then <laughs> every day they start with a sudden irreversible rush of shit to the brains. So they're going to store and ask where the eggs are that have been in the same place for five years. You've yep. got to hone that you idiot. Can- <laughs> yeah, there's no document in the world that's idiot-proof. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, absolutely. Mm.
0: We are look. Like I said, we'll, we'll cover this. We're gonna we're gonna touch on CanCon twenty twenty four after this, and there are there are gonna be some changes we're gonna make. But yeah, all right. So um, excellent five out of five. Thank you very much, Gordo. Uh, Colder atmosphere. How'd you find uh, the atmosphere overall and the people you played against?
5: Look, it's very rare you go to an event and you play and you don't have a game where you walk away frustrated at all burnt out or whatever you know you that game the dice just seemed to hate you or whatever your opponents are a bit terse or you, you know, yeah you, just, you think i didn't have any of that at cancon every single one of my opponents was absolutely spiffing um yeah or everyone i played against everyone i chatted to everyone i met everyone was really welcoming of a you know mildly lost western australian
0: it was an um, oddity mate we didn't know what to make of you
5: yeah absolutely <laughs> No, no, it was brilliant. Um, yeah, five. the atmosphere, I didn't see anyone looking upset. I didn't see everyone had a smile on their face. Everyone was keen as to, you know, get to the next game, but also check off yeah. on their past opponents. Yeah, it was great.
0: There was only one situation where I, where I had to sort out something that felt like it was escalating towards something more. Mm. Uh, and that was because the two players involved were, you know, they were at they were the, the sharp end of the stick. Uh, there was a disagreement and basically we just had to go in there and I diffused it pretty quickly And both players. Both parties were very amenable to it. They were like, yep, that's fine. No worries. Thank you very much. And they they got on with it. But, you know, I mean, even at the point at the end of the stick when tensions are a bit high, our players were still able to go, yep, that's fine. That's fine. Thank you very much. Mm. Appreciate that. You know, great game. You know, it, it was really good. Um, Garrett, atmosphere, how'd you go?
4: Oh, exactly the same as um, Colter Jackson. You know, it was... I enjoyed every one of my games. Um, never a raised voice. Never, never a, f- a sleeve drawn back in uh, in anger. But um, yeah, I heard it. A- there was a, a few rum, <laughs> a few rumblings uh, oh, for um, turn game five, and a few people got their knickers in a twist and there was some some pullouts and i think there was some actual proper reasons someone had to catch a flight or something like that
0: no we had had, the thing is it was a metric that harry and i weren't prepared for because we'd heard about this and somebody was like what are you gonna do about people that don't show up on day two and Mm. it's never occurred to harry or myself to just not show up it's always been like well we're going to play you just do show up." Mm. um we did have a guy pull out for health reasons uh day Mm. two Another guy came up to us and said, "Look, I I have a flight to catch. I'd like to hang around, but I can't." I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." And then I think there was two or three other people who basically just said, "Look, um, I'm I'm physically exhausted. I I can't keep doing this. I'm really sorry. I've got to pull out." And we were like, "Yeah, okay, cool." Mm. Um, It is a
1: massive weekend, and it does take a physical toll on you. It does. It
0: does. But yeah, cool. You have no idea.
4: And United. were you guys fortunate enough that that didn't impact the people that were due to play? Like you found up opponents that were of similar the, skill.
0: The only pain in the ass is one of the players pulled out quite, quite, uh, it was immediately before game five. So we had to go back to Anthony and say, this player has just pulled out. Can we find them a, 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 a partner? Mm-hmm. Luckily uh, we only had to play the Gumby army once. That was round four. Yeah. Round four. Step in with that. Um, no, you opponent. weren't. I had to oh, fucking write a Rochambeau, you'd get me on that table.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean... No, it wasn't a Rochambeau.
0: No, no, it was a dice roll.
1: Yeah, it was a dice roll. Um, Ended up playing against Owen Heather, uh, yep. another Queenslander. Fantastic. He is a Queenslander. I'm not a Queenslander. Yeah, you are. Fantastic opponent, and <laughs> I'm grudge-matching him around one of Briscon. so... There you that go. That's great. And even though I was playing as the T.O. Gumby with all the handicap rules, still managed to pull a win. Excellent. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, Gordo, atmosphere, how'd you go?
3: I found it really good. Um, could have done with more cosplay girls, but that's sort of out of your control. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll keep that in mind.
3: It'd be, it'd be good to see some boobs. Might have had some more players not, not uh, rock up a bit more. But, um, yeah, I, I, th- I felt all my opponents were fantastic. Um, met some awesome people. Um, it, was, it was great. Yeah. Um, uh, and I like what you were saying about maybe having a, a a longer lunch next time. I think that'll work a lot. Be able to yeah. see a bit more because um, it, it was it just felt a little a, a little bit rushed to be able to, to to walk all the way out to see the other stuff. Mm, yeah, yeah. But but other than that, it was it it, it was fantastic. Like the uh, yeah, five stars.
0: Thank you. All right, last one. Uh, Colder price support
5: absolutely insane um australia has a great deal of like prize support in australia is always above and beyond mm. um perth we have great surprise support you managed to it, but generally it's very hard to cover something for everyone at an event you guys had stuff everyone walked away with something before and after the event yeah. before was a bonus, after was just amazing because, you know, everyone got half a box of infantry or a box of infantry or a tank or a whatever. That was great. I would like to see
0: the If you say everyone walks they... away with two things, mate, you can blow it out your ass. It's not happening. <laughs> no, no, he's going for three. That's doable. Whole, oh, what was I thinking?
5: <laughs> army, everyone bigger. army. An army
0: in a slab. Everyone goes home with an army in a slab.
5: Yeah, I'm happy with the army. I can't carry a
0: slab on the plane. You've got to drink it before you go to the airport. That's not my problem. <laughs> no, hey, if you, gonna... you met Garrett? Gar- Garrett will drink <laughs> it by the time he leaves the car park. It's fine. You stand um... on the, the
1: ground level of the airport. I'll stand on the top level. We'll just beer bong you. You'll be sorted, yeah. mate. Yeah, foam <laughs> dome it. You'll be fine.
5: No, um, I would have liked to see the people who put a stack of work in. Like, I love the raffle system. We do something similar over in WA. Um, but I would have liked to see those people who walked away with first, second, third, best sports, and best painted, those people who have genuinely really, really earned their award, get first pick.
0: Yeah, it's it's dangerous.
5: What, you it's, get while you
0: did raffles? Yeah, so yeah, 100%. It's, it's dangerous. Mm. The idea is if you come to an event like that, you are playing for, you're not playing for the big toys, you're playing for the, yeah. the, the bragging rights. Yeah. Um and we've never on the East Coast we've never sort of attached first place with picking the biggest toys.
5: Yeah.
0: Um that I mean I mean I mean I suppose it happened uh, the year that Bruce Collins won uh, ran it and I won it. Um yeah, like I ended up with like an American Army starter um, army yeah, and that was that was worth quite a bit. Um yeah. I just turned around you know and gave it to Logan but Yeah.
5: Look there wasn't um, a stack of prizes like, that were really high value. Everyone got all the prizes having had a lot to look through most of them are pretty similar similar value. It was a huge yeah. selection.
0: Yeah. Um, by, the time yeah. You, by the time you left there, you paid your 75 bucks to get in, yeah. but by the time you left there, it was anywhere between, say, $30 and 100 bucks that the prize was roughly at, and yeah. then also you got your little goodie bag as well with, a, you know, you had your couple of spools from World Games Atlantic, your building from Battlefield Accessories, you got your dice, your Fredo, and you also had a yeah. shot at winning a 3D printer. So, yeah. it was pretty good.
5: The was excellent. I just would like to see the p- people, particularly those who have really worked for it. And... Most of them are pretty humble anyway, at least in the Australian scene. Um, yeah, they've you know, they earned it. Um, that's yeah. my little critique. I, I love the raffle system. We do something similar over here. Yeah. Um, what we do over here is everyone puts raffle tickets. You can't do it at a big event, but everyone puts, get, get, wins raffle tickets for every win they get. Yeah. And then they put their raffle tickets in for the prizes they want. There's no way that would work for CanCon.
0: Um, no, that's that's the other yeah. thing. is like Normally what we do is we put everyone's name in a hat and you just draw them out randomly. Yeah. But I'm like, I can't do that with 60 players. No. I've got to do it quickly, so it's got to be in, in like, yeah. uh, groups of five.
5: Yeah, no, um, it was brilliant. It was
0: phenomenal. So five out of five? Yeah, four and a half. Four and a half.
5: Just to, just to even out Garrett.
0: Right you are. No worries. <laughs> Good work. All right, Garrett, price support?
4: And that prize support was off tap. Fucking... You guys busted your ass off to get so much shit. Pretty fucking cool. To, like, have enough for 60, what was it, 58? 58
0: 58 players. players.
4: Yeah, I mean, that's...
0: Plus plus having a slab of beer each for best sports, plus having 20 individual six packs of beer to give out as FUBAR awards, Mm. Um, plus, uh, what else do we give out? Oh, fucking hats and T-shirts to just anybody asking them. We were giving out decals as you as you came up to hand in your score sheets. You get free decals for um, German Commonwealth vehicles from Rubicon. We just mm. had shit going Isn't out. Is this me
4: giving a review, or are you? You're gonna blow your own horn a bit more than no.
0: I'm not blowing my horn. It's just it's a heap of shit that we forgot to fucking bring up. And I'm just like, oh, by the way, we also did this. Like, I just you did, just, you shit did, did you did
4: it. a yeah. fantastic job, both of you, to to get as much shit as you could. Yeah. Um, if anyone ever takes this, you know, from you. Uh, they've got either big boots to fill or people are going to feel like they got ripped off for their 75 bucks and like, where's my, where's my shit? Where's my free stuff? I want all the things.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, that is the pain in the ass. Maybe we might've done it a little bit too well this time around. So we'll yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm expecting, you know, fireworks and porno mags in the next show bag. We can do uh, that. That's yeah. easy to do in Canberra, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. You're in the right space for it. Yeah. That's it. So um, but no, that's fantastic work, you know, five out of five. Good job, thank guys. You, uh, and Gordo. Yeah, I, I thought
3: it was awesome. Like the the amount of uh, the, the amount of um, prizes is amazing, like for prize for everybody. Um like you were saying though, I like to see
4: Honor um, magazines and and fireworks, yeah, Gordo. Well, yeah, Gordo's he's so, all across so, that. I,
3: uh, I'm a big fan of the medals. I like to see some some medals made up for. You've,
0: yeah, you've been talking about this a lot. Like it's we did medals once. Uh, where is it? You can't actually. on, where's my little camera. I'll just. Yeah. See, I had that made. That was for um. That was for an event that Anthony Mason did. Hmm. Uh, the pain of the bum is um, yeah. You can get them, but uh, they they're buku dollars to buy that so just get them sorted out and that was the other thing like um Harry and I both lost quite a lot of money on this event um just yeah. running it and getting things sorted and buying things and yada 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 and if like if we have to go and you know sort of chalk up another expense we have got to find that money somewhere and ultimately like you know we can't well, I'm not the magic pudding you kind of have to pass that on to your players and I don't want to have to pass it on to my players so yeah,
3: I've got no. I've got enough lead up time for it so first second and third I'm happy to make up some 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 medals
0: what we're gonna um, do out of copper, copper at work, copper metals.
3: Yeah, yeah, the stolen metals. Stolen copper.
0: <laughs> stolen copper. <laughs> Shh. Gordo, you're gonna give away all my secrets, you motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Alright, so it. yeah, price support, everyone's really happy. Gordo That's out of five.
3: Amazing. Um, yeah, I'll go five. Um, but in saying that I like to like what I said to you previously, like about the uh, maybe moderate it a bit more next time. Yeah, if you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, just have it. Um, it's hard to say. Like, uh, I'm not sure if we'd be able to keep up to that same standard, or or whether we should have that many prizes.
1: It is. It's a hard balance to find. Yeah, and you know, there is always the risk that a company will. Turn you and say, "Look, this isn't sustainable for us. We no. yeah. can't keep doing that."
0: So, there have been some there have been some very hard conversations that we've been having over the last two or three weeks post CanCon, where um, we we just don't know what's going to happen in the next twelve months. Let's be honest. Um, yeah, we're, we we will do our absolute damnedest to make sure that you know um, next year's event is um, just as incredible as this one. um In regards to price support, I don't know where that's going to leave us because it's like i mean a lot of a lot of companies are over like are very, so generous with us and we're going to continue to, to you know sort of keep you know hoping but you know you kind of have to expect things to dry up at some stage but i don't know when that's going to happen um we will like i said can't go next year we'll have a better like by the middle of next year we'll have a good idea about what's going on i can guarantee about the you the middle of next year it's this year dude <laughs> yeah you know yeah you're 100% correct i'm just i'm still i'm cooked i've had, I've had a long day I was working with some fucking slack dickhead apprentice today who wouldn't stop complaining. He kept <laughs> cracking it. onto the he kept cracking onto the customer. I shouldn't say that; He will get us in trouble. Cut he stuck me in the roof. <laughs> yeah. um, look, so between the three of you guys, uh, I can confirm that is uh, an aggregate score of twenty eight out of thirty. So that is fucking That's superb. Win. That's a win. Sure I'm happy with that. Yeah,
5: yep. and it would have been higher if I hadn't decided to even up, Garrett. <laughs>
0: Well, even then it would have only booted up to like twenty eight point two five or twenty eight point five. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. all good. Um absolutely. Hey, look, we- I mean, look,
1: yeah. for a first stab at running Cancon and all the challenges and curveballs that we've had thrown our way, to have you three sit here and give us that score, mm. that's absolutely amazing. It's, right. eye-opening,
0: it's eye-opening It's eye opening about the pack. Um, I actually thought the pack was... Considering other packs that we've seen come through over the years, I actually thought that pack was reasonably tight. Um, the funny thing was we designed it with the help of um, Toph and Petey from the Juggernauts. And there was a heap of stuff in there that we had in there that um, TOF was like, fuck it, you don't need that in there. Cut it out. It makes it too big. We cut it out there. We released it. And TOF got onto me like a week later. it was like, you should have left it in. I was so wrong. I was so fucking wrong. Like, just... And it's, you never know how it's going to be received. And like, like I said, it's a huge learning curve for us and we'll just do better next time. And yeah. like I said, like, we're already starting to work on things. So I can confirm that as of next year, the pack will be released. Um, it will be a lot more comprehensive. Um, the scorecards will likely be released ahead of time so you can actually look at them, potentially use them in your home games, um, but they will be a lot more intuitive. Uh, I didn't actually realize that there were so many different ways to fill out a fucking scorecard until I ran CanCon. And then I'm like, holy crap, it's like interpretive dance. It's like everyone's got their own take on this. And I thought this was pretty bloody straightforward. Um, one in thing that we have read, Adam Stone, you can take full credit for this one. I believe that on the Sunday, we, we are not going to run f- four games. It's It's a GT. You have to run five. But on the second day, on the Sunday, we are likely looking at doing an hour and a half for lunch, so you will have time to pack up, piss off, go and check out the trade hall, go and see your mates, run across to here, go and do this. It'll be our full ninety minutes where you can do whatever the hell you want before we kick on for that last game. So that's that is that is that that is likely the way things are going to work. We had we were packed up in good time on the Sunday, so I I can't see that being an issue going forward. Yeah. Um. We will. Add,
3: I'm really looking forward to the rematch.
0: Well, uh, with who? we'll sort it out now. Adam. Adam done. Game one. That's game that's game happening. one. Game so one right now. The
1: grudge now. has been invoked.
0: Yep, in accordance with the scroll. Um uh the other thing I can confirm is that we will not we will not be putting a dice cap in place. Um I personally don't believe in them. Uh, But we will be reducing points values down to 1,000 points to try and get people to finish their games. Games will be brought down to 2 hours and 15 minutes to account for, um, you know, just make the day a little bit more manageable. But um, we are going to be screwed, we are going to be removing hard restrictions. So we're going to be removing the restrictions on multiple launches and flamethrowers. But we will still be vetting lists and we will be vetting them in the spirit of the Australian meta. So anybody who might be listening who wants to throw shit at us and say, oh, aren't you running a competitive event? People should be able to bring whatever the fuck you want. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. At the end of the day, like, this is, like, we, we run this event for the Australian Meta, and the Australian Meta is, is very good at, like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's very, very good at sort of regulating itself. That's exactly yeah. what I was looking for.
1: It's a self-regulating meta. It always
0: happens Yes, 100%. So... Um, yeah we're looking at a thousand points uh i don't i think we'll probably still do um generic and theater selectors but we will be um anybody whose dice levels start to creep up around about that you know sort of 17 18 dice uh there'll be a bit of a hard conversation there like you need to be able to finish your games and if you can't finish your games you need to bring your order dice count down we are toying with the idea of potentially putting something in there. The score sheet the score sheet will actually have on there what turn you went to, and there may be something on there where we uh, look if you are consistently not finishing games, there might be some sort of score penalty. but I'm not entirely certain mm. I don't know how that one will work it's a It's a controversial issue, but I also need to encourage and motivate my players to finish games on time, yeah. It's um, always
1: been something that has been talked about. You know, if you don't finish games, there will be penalties. But I don't think I've ever heard of an event where it's actually been enacted. Nah, nah no, no. So, I, look, I
0: mean, personally, I don't want to put it in place. Yeah, no. But also, um, the number of games where I walk over, you know, like you know, ten minutes to go, and somebody like, oh, you're on turn three. How? How is does it, that work?
3: Is it possible that I don't? I'm just throwing throwing um, an idea out there. Anyone ever used a chess timer?
0: It is providing chess timers for that amount of people. Mm. It yeah. was, the, the idea was toyed with, I think Pete West had the idea a few years ago, but then he realized he'd have to go and find 30 or 40 chess clocks.
3: Could you get one on an app on a phone? Uh, I
0: mean, potentially. Um, there's a, I mean, you can do a lot with phones these days, but um, yeah, it's, I mean, there's a number of different, there's a number of different, uh, a number of different um, things you can do. I think the other thing that we're going to do is we will look at uh, the mission pack. We are likely only going to run. I don't say that, but yeah, that's one mm. of them. Oh, there is a chess clock app. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so what we're looking at doing is uh, instead of running three of the bolt action alliance missions, I think we'll only run two. Mm. Um, we may even just run supply drop because I just fucking love that mission. It's a great we... mission. Yeah. It is a great mission, uh, but if we're running, if we're going to release the player pack sort of June, July, then we might even run uh, a Juggernaut mission or two. Mm. Who knows? Yeah.
5: yeah, great. Other thought though, I guess the alternative to putting a points negative on not completing a game, I guess the other option is to point, put a VP for finishing a game. I don't know. There's the semantics of whether that makes you know what it's actually
0: it's fucking cold. That's, that's that's yeah. Well, no. That I was just thinking that's. People. I like the. I like the idea. Like, um, instead of penalizing people who don't finish, incentivize them to finish their games yeah. instead. That's oh, you good. finished your game on, t- but yeah. then I'm also like, no. Nah, but then I'm, and then I'm like, and I'm not saying this would happen, but I'm just saying. If you start to incentivize and say, by the way, guys, if you finish your games on time, there's another five points in it. What's to say those two players don't get it? You know, they say, look, you know, the result is the result. It's fine. But what if we just say we, we, you know, we went all the way to turn five just to get those two, you know, the you know the extra five points? Mm -hmm. That's a. It's an honesty-based system, and I like to believe that all my players are honest. But I'm also aware that some people out there are, you know, less than uh, less than forthright with um with uh with their results. Uh, I'm yeah. not saying that would happen in the Australian scene. I just I would prefer I would prefer to avoid a situation where we end up being scrutinised for something that we have very little control over.
5: Yeah, and it's, again, it's the flip side is you know people can do that if they're both going to get their scores tanked by a, a VP negative. Um, yeah. You know people are going to do that if they're going to do that. And,
0: yeah, and that's classification
5: as well.
3: Like if someone concedes.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, mate, a concede is um, you're handing your your opponent. A full points win, except for if you've killed an officer or you've killed his most yeah. expensive unit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you concede at any, st- at any stage, that's it. Your, appoint- your opponent gets a full 15 point win and they destroy everything of yours on the board and they inhabit all four of the, um, the corners. It is yeah. assumed that you've routed completely and they've got total board domination.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. Um, it's that's. There's there's all sorts of things. So what we'll be doing, like I said, the score sheet, we'll be looking at that. Uh, The player briefing in the morning, we're going to be looking at that. We'll actually make sure that the um, award ceremony at the end of the day is a lot tighter. Mm -hmm. Um, There's there's a lot lot of lessons that Hari and I learned. I mean, I think that it wasn't... I didn't call you when you were driving home. I think I called you after you got home, but we've had several conversations since you got home where it's like, right, we need to do this differently. We need to do this differently. We need to do this differently. We need Mm -hmm. to do... Col, are you still there?
5: Yeah, I'm there. What's the go? Okay.
0: Oh, sorry, mate. Your camera just turned off. I'm like, what the hell's going oh, on okay. there? Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, the after action report should hit, um, uh, should hit the Australian New Zealand page at some stage. Tomorrow. About,
1: yeah. Early morning, if not mid morning, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, um, I've got to tighten up a couple of things in it, and then it's good to go.
0: Yeah. But I mean, I will take the opportunity to say thank you very much to War and Peace to Warlord, um, to uh, Wargames Atlantic, House of War, Knights of Dice, Battlefield Accessories, Eureka, Dice of War, Kaiju Beer, thank you very much, Kaiju. Um, Deep Cut Studios, Hari, can you help me? I'm feeling like I'm missing. Rubicon. Rubicon, thank you. Uh, anyone else? Uh, I said I- War and Peace, didn't I? I swear to God I said yep, War and you Peace. You said
1: War and Peace in like the opening volley.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm terrified of forgetting somebody.
1: Pretty sure he hit House of War as well. Yeah. That's
0: yeah. yeah. That yeah. Everybody the, uh,
1: and Every... yeah, I was just gonna say, look to anyone who contributed bringing terrain. Oh yeah, um, Richard Bright had a couple of things on the price table as well. You know, yes. the generosity and support from the community has just been phenomenal. Without it, we could not have pulled it off.
0: I just want to say also that um, Viv provided us with trophies and two tables of terrain, despite the fact that he was trying to get on a plane uh, the morning we drove up to CanCon to go back and see his sick father in India. Like, the dude is an absolute weapon. And I cannot Mm. say... Like, if you've got... Like, if you ever need anything, like, you know, uh, bolt action related for your tabletop, uh, say for, you know, Normandy or the desert, go and see Viv. Um, His stuff is just incredible. If you need carry cases, see Viv you need foam trays, see Viv. Like, Viv is just, like, everybody should just throw their money at Viv because that guy is just an absolute legend. Amazing human being. Like, the Battlefield Accessories guys, Mike and Lance feel the same way about those guys. Like, they've, they, they're have they they coming out with a range. Like, everyone who saw the Stalingrad table or the, um, it was table one and table two. It was Stalingrad right next to, like, a, it was like a, a bit of a village. Um, all their stuff, it's MDF terrain that is pre-painted. You just bang it out of the sprue, glue it together, and away you go. It is mint. It is amazing stuff. Um, You know, you don't need to paint it. You can literally just throw it together, throw it on your board, and away you go. Like, you can't ask it for any easier than that. And it's at a better price point than, say, like, I mean, you know, some of the other, like, pre-painted stuff. Um, You know, foreground. I I love foreground. I've got a fucking boner for foreground. But, um, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, you can't buy that stuff anymore. So, I think I'll start collecting the Battlefield accessory stuff because their stuff is really, really good. And it's it's well-priced as well. But yeah, uh, House, of stu- yeah House of War. Yeah, I didn't say yeah. House of War. I didn't say House of
4: War. Good, good. Um, did you say Kaiju, Kaiju beer?
0: Yep, said Kaiju. Thank you, Kaiju. They gave us nine slabs of beer to give away. Garrett
4: went home with two of them. He <laughs> did. Uh, Deep Cut, you've got here on yep. the CanCon page.
0: Ah, thank you, Garrett. Yeah, we said Deep yep. Cut. Yeah, they helped us out with gaming mats. Thank you very much, Deep
4: Cut. Beautiful. Micro Art Studio.
0: Now, MicroArt, unfortunately, um, they decided to release, uh, I think it wasn't a Kickstarter, but they released a new range. Uh, They had initially um, uh, sort of said that they would help us out with some terrain and a little bit of prize support. Um, They contacted us leading up to the event and basically said, we had no idea we were going to get this kind of response. Uh, We can't give anything to anybody at the moment because we're just having to, like, we're struggling to keep up with orders. So we're going to get in contact with them. They're going to be doing some work with Warlords soon. So I think that we'll be getting in contact with uh, MicroArt this year sometime and maybe trying to sort out something for next year for CanCon.
4: Awesome. Uh, dice of War?
0: Yep. yep. Mention those, Adam Brooker. Cool. Thank you. Origin
4: everyone's everyone's um, got
0: their free dice.
1: Yeah. Event exclusive D6. What
0: more could you ask for? Yep.
4: Okay. What about Eureka? Yep. So Eureka,
0: thank you very much to Mr. Mr. Robson. Uh, thank you very much to Jack and also Bernie. Um, uh, Nick's Mrs. She was there. Um, you know, As soon as I walked up to the table, uh, what was he trying to do? He was trying to sell me a Soviet army. It was great. Oh, hello <laughs> there. What's going on? You, know? you need insane. to get yourself a Soviet army. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, thank you, Nick. Exactly what I don't need. Those Soviet
5: squads are awesome. I bought some I while I was there. And the horse-drawn limber for the Germans. I mean, it's an expensive yes. model for an eight-point unit, but seriously, anyone who needs a horse-drawn limber for their Germans or for anything, buy it from Eureka.
0: Yeah, um, uh, we, luckily we were able to give one of those away uh, thanks to Andrew Baxter who donated that to the prize table. Cheers, Andrew. Mm.
4: Um, and Warlord Games.
0: Warlord, thank you very much to yep. Warlord. Uh, thank Marcus, you to Marcus. Thank you to Steve. Your work is absolutely invaluable. Right. If, anybody, if anybody from Warlord is actually listening, whatever you're paying Marcus, you need to pay more of it because just the good work and the goodwill that he's building within the community for your company, um, He's just incredible. I've got—I I've, I can't say enough nice things about Marcus. He's great.
4: And what was the other beer company that was being represented there?
0: You're talking about Coast Beer, yes? Yeah, Coast Beer is kaiju.
4: Oh, didn't know that.
0: Yeah, neither did mm-hmm. I until I picked it up. I went there. I rang—I rang, um, rang Lalani, who was their marketing manager—and spoke to her a couple of days before the event. And basically said, "Look, can I just get? Um, I've got four slabs here. Can I grab two more? Just—I've got some ideas." said, yep, no worries, I can sort that out for you, stickers and this, that. I rocked up. They gave me a shitload of hats, a shitload of T-shirts, and they didn't give me two slabs of beer. They gave me five.
4: Right.
0: And they also gave me, um, yeah, stickers, hats, T-shirts, and a shitload of beer. So, yeah, that was great. And from what I heard, the Coast beer was very, very tasty.
4: Oh, good. And I guess lastly, there's, you know, 58, 68 players that need to thank you for organising everything and, and pulling it all together and... I'm sure everyone had a fantastic time, and you know, your your what well, your thanks is probably not thanks enough. You know, you you guys did so well, so thank you.
0: I'm just uh, there's a part of me that I'm glad I'm at the end of it, um, but I'm also kind of I've got that sort of I'm missing it. I'm like that was just such a uh, such a good amount of fun that I'm looking forward to doing it uh, next time around, and yeah, we'll have a good a good lot of fun doing it.
4: Like a pregnant yeah. pregnant mother.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to do it again. I'll drop another one. Yeah, Harry. No, it's, Harry, um... Harry, put a baby in me. <laughs> jeez we'll
2: call it Kank Hunt
1: Oh Christ! Ooh, yeah, look, it's um,
0: yeah, we've
2: got an episode title now.
0: <laughs> what cancon baby? Harry, put a, put Kank, a baby put, in me. Harry, put a cancon baby in me.
2: Put a cancon in me.
0: <laughs> put a cancon up me. Oh Jesus! We <laughs> didn't bad. even Gordo didn't even come up with that.
1: <laughs> it's awesome. Already. <laughs> tired. no it's it was a hell of a journey and for you it was, just, it, was. it was a hell, it was hell of a journey for
0: you oh, ah that's all right two days that's insane a four-day round trip for you in the car
1: yeah yeah it got me 10 nothing, days off work
0: nothing nothing but a crazy ebony to keep you keep you keep your company yeah
1: it's not so bad um nah. yeah look it's as much as i gripe at tristan as incessant phone calls. I'm keen to do it again. Yeah. So, CanCon 2024, it's happening.
0: Yeah, we're there. We're going to do it again, and we're going to try and replicate exactly what we did. So, um, guys, if you want this to be, you know, a 100-person event, talk about it. Talk about how much fun you had. Talk about how, you know, how, how good the prize table was, how good the goodie bag was, because the goodie bag is coming back. And I'm going to go on the record right now. I stole that idea shamelessly off Andrew Baxter. Andrew, if you're listening. <laughs> Genius idea, thank you very much. We'll be running with that going forward. But, yeah, we'll be doing the goodie bag again, and I'm going to be begging things from all kinds of people to try and make sure that you guys have got the best time going. Uh, there's a sneaky rumour that uh, Dennis Berwick will be um, creating the Tasmanian Caravan of Courage, and he's going to be bringing him and his mates and all of their limbs up to Canberra. Oh, God, that's going to... Uh, that's a fucking horrifying. it would be like something out of the thing.
1: It's like a convoy of man spiders.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, just travelling over the arid Australian wastes. But um, we're going to
1: need some reinforcements from Western Australia to help us drive them off the main yeah, at the yeah. end of the event, so come on, you know it. what you have to do, son.
5: Look, we'll give it our best shot. I mean, I need to sort some stuff out to see if I can make it again. Um, I'd love to come, but I'm not coming on my own, and I've said that to people. I am not doing Look, it again on my own.
1: If you need to para drop in, that's fine. We'll, yep. set, up a, we'll set up a DZ just outside yep. the Epic Centre. There's a couple of flat fields there. It'll be fine. No, nah, oh, straight, nah, straight,
0: through, straight through the roof of Macca's. We'll have, a, we'll have a, 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 a BLT waiting for you because lettuce is definitely a breakfast food, you fucking British savages.
5: But yeah, any West Australians listening, come on, message me and we'll do this again. And we'll do it do with it. a full-blown invasion.
0: Yeah. Do Excellent. it. Like, I love it. Guys, it, like, if, yeah, if you want it to be more successful, yeah, talk about it. Get the community involved. Get them engaged. Go out, play Bolt Action. Play at your local club. And enjoy yourself because it's a, it's a great game to play. It's a lot of fun, and I think that it's a real. Like you know, we we just spend this year, we'll just build the community up, and I'll see you all next year, and we'll we'll do it all again.
3: Yeah, let's make it a state of origin.
0: Oh, I like that. Now he's talking. Now he's mm. talking my language. That's that's actually got like national tournament written all over it, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, because you got the SA boys there. They're they they're keen on playing bolt action. They've got a pretty. Well,
1: yeah, we've, we've got, got the Flanders, We've got the New South Wales lot. We've got the Vixicans. We've got the Tazis.
0: Is the anybody South... new, is anybody in Northern Territory playing? Do we know there's a scene up there?
1: No, it's just crocodiles. What are you talking about?
0: Who that? Yeah. Yeah. But nothing
1: goes on in the Northern Territory. It's just crocodiles and cholera. That's it.
3: <sighs> cholera. <laughs> no, I actually played Bolt Action when I was in the NT, but it was. I knew um... he
0: would. Yeah, because Gordon's been everywhere.
3: Yeah, well, Ty Casey will be able to get you onto those guys.
0: That's a really good idea. We should reach out to Ty um we should also see where fucking miles is because we haven't seen that guy in ages miles is a uh friend of gordon's who is a serving current serving um australian uh um yeah i don't know what he does in the army but um he's a a cav yes he's in cav that's right Um, fantastic
3: mustache too and great tattoos
0: yeah no excellent dude really cool um i'm really sort of hoping that we can get him back into the fold at some stage Mm. Um, but yeah, so I think we'll just knock it on the head. I mean, that's a fucking, I've, I've yeah. had enough. I know that you guys have all had enough. Um, um but yeah, look, i just like to... Shout outs? Yeah, please. Oh yeah, go. Yep. Yeah,
2: yep. Um, so I got a message from... Uh, Z- hey, who
0: the fuck are you? You've been quiet all, all episode. What?
2: Ninja skills, buddy. Ninja skills. N-
0: Ninja cheese. <laughs>
2: um... Got uh, a couple of messages from Sander from May 40, um, with some pictures of upcoming, now I'm probably going to butcher this pronunciation, but Koninklijk Nederlands Indisch Leger, also known as the KNIL, or Royal Netherlands East Indies Army. Um, so I was they're... this
1: close to saying Gesundheit.
2: Yeah, so uh, May 40, uh, putting together a range of uh, KNIL, um, they are looking fantastic, um, I am going to be looking at adding yet another force um, to my collection uh, once they drop, um, I will keep people posted and see if we can't get uh, some more pictures or anything to, uh, to put up for people to have a good look at, but... Um, Going on past experience, their uh, European-Dutch platoons and the early-war Mega were fantastic sculpts. And uh, you can expect the same from uh, May 40 with the K-N-L-L, um ones as well.
0: Um, I'm just going to jump in quickly. Um, Adam Stone has just broken on the uh, Bolt Action Australian new Zealand group. Uh, campaign Italy, tough gut, due August. So enjoy that.
5: Ooh, I need to get a hold of that.
0: Yeah, written by uh,
5: written,
0: written by Sydney's own secret genius, uh, Rob Vella. And I say that with all due respect, because Rob is out there writing books and producing content, and I can't uh, I can't get behind that anymore. I love mm-hmm. people who do that; they make this game more interesting. and They give us, uh, you know, it's more content. It's great. Um, Empress, did we cover Empress? Sorry, I've completely lost my track. No, I thought, yet.
1: Yet. yeah, Empress Go. Kickstarter. Yeah, uh, just as I finished my British some, Airborne. You got some details on that for us?
2: Yeah, so the Empress Kickstarter uh, is coming out um, in March. Uh, they're doing a, um, a line called Arnhem Heroes, um, obviously based on the Market Garden operation. Um, so they're currently um, getting the sculpts together. March 10th is the uh, the Kickstarter going live uh, if you head over to the Empress Minich's, uh page on Facebook uh, the most recent post only um, a day ago um, there's uh, a picture of one of the sculpts um, it looks really nice oh, the officer yeah the officer with the umbrella uh, yeah the umbrella a, a wounded wounded soldier along um, yeah paralong. along um, beautiful looking sculpt uh, loads of character in that um So, definitely uh, looking forward to that one as well. Um, So, head across to uh, their Facebook page and keep an eye on Kickstarter.
0: It looks like he's helping... I was at the... uh, uh, Ooh... um, Yeah, General Urquhart, Major General Urquhart. looks like he's helping him. The the character with the umbrella, I can't remember that character's name, but it looks like the the character he's helping looks just like Sean Connery. Um,
2: Yeah. I wish I could remember the... uh, the bloke's name that was famous for, uh, carrying the umbrella.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, it does, it escapes me. My Google foo is failing me hard at the moment. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of good stuff coming out at the moment. Um, we've got it, uh, from a reasonably reliable source that, uh, Warlord's got a couple of, uh, plastic kits up its sleeve for this year. Um, some of the stuff that was, uh, uh, told to us is stuff that we can't release, but we can say that we're very, very excited about what we've heard. Uh, same thing for Wargames Atlantic. They've got some stuff coming out. Um, it seems like it's going to be a good year for hobby, uh, for people wanting to sort of collect, a, you know, sort of interesting and eclectic forces. Um. So, yeah. Fucking yeah. tally-ho 2023, hey?
5: Yeah. And if anyone's in WA, um, jump on the Bolt Action Perth and WA page and give us a year. We run plenty of tournaments. Um yeah. Or casual games. Yeah, you guys are
1: phenomenally active. Like, it's great to see, yeah. We're averaging well,
5: about one again every two months.
0: Uh, yeah. it's uh, sorry, guys, I'll just jump in. It is uh, Major Allison DB Tatham Water DSO. Okay. Oops, um, first really name bad. Allison, that's weird. I've never heard a dude called Allison.
1: Uh,
0: different time, I guess. 100%. You grew All up right. tough, yeah. Um, all right, so uh, first thing I'm going to say is thank you very much to Gordon and to Calder for joining us uh, on this episode of The Bacon Burgers.
3: Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks no,
0: for having me. Thank you, Gordon, for not getting us cancelled. I know you tried really, really hard yeah. for a while there, but well done. Uh, give it a couple
1: episodes.
0: Yeah, give it a couple episodes. We'll, we'll get him back. We'll get him back on. He's good quality. Yep. Um, but yeah, Calder, keep us, uh, keep us abreast of what you guys are cooking up over in the West. More than happy to. Excellent. All right. Um, no, no, anytime. Anytime you want to come on, give us a shout. I think um, just while we've been doing this episode, um, I've been talking to Paul Eaglestone from Empress, and I think we're going to get those guys on maybe next episode. We've got some plans for some future episodes, which should be quite interesting. Uh, we want to sort of challenge the demographic of uh, war gamers, uh, specifically in this country, but maybe in other countries as well, and, you know, um, maybe. Yeah, you know, I'm always a. I've, I've said for an, uh, for a while now that I'm a big fan of anything that diversifies the demographic of uh, the wargaming uh, community anywhere. So we're going to sort of peer into that a bit. But yeah, 2024 is, should be a pretty good year for um uh, for the uh, the bacon burgers. But yeah, so uh, I'm now going to shut the fuck up, um, and I'm going to let Gordon take us out of this one. So Gordon, if you want to wrap this episode up, uh,
3: well, see us all next time. Up,
0: uh, when's the next one? I don't fucking know. We don't do that.
3: <laughs> We're not
1: organised. Oh, t- please don't try and get us to commit to a schedule. It's not going to work, mate. There'll, oh. there'll
0: be another one at some stage in the near future. That's as that's as that's as that's as close I as you're going to get. Out.
1: We will make another episode before we all shuffle yeah. off this mortal coil. Yeah, so that's 100%. the best
2: you're going to get. Absolutely. All right. With that,
0: I'm out of here.
4: Catch you later, guys. See you later.
0: See you guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.